Hello and welcome to Geeks, the world's Geeks. number one entertainment podcast recorded live right here in this room. This week, the room in question, back in Venice, baby. We're back. I'm your host, Al White. I have a list of things here on my phone. I've ruined my flow. I'd recommend um, watching out. watching the YouTube uh, of this just for that moment where we all tried to high five. <laughs> yeah, it was very awkward. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I'm your host, Al White. I don't like mint in my food. I never wear shorts. And today I found out that Adam Levine is the lead singer of Maroon 5, guys. I learned things. And I also told you about his little cameo in American Horror Story where he licked his fingers. He did. He licked his fingers. What did he do in, then? He put them in the wrong socket. Oh, and he poor got guy. killed. Yeah. Poor guy. That's how you get hurt. Mm-hmm. It is. Or aroused. One of the two. Uh, joining me today, <clears throat> back in Venice, very special guests, Tamaro Oshida. Hey. Konbawa. <laughs> Mr. Adrian. Hello. And Mr. Alexander. Konbawa. <laughs> And just good. a tiny portion of races, <laughs> just sitting in the corner. Well, I mean, if anyone listened to me last week, I gave a very good explanation of what Godzilla means. Yeah, but you are missing several important factors about the film. Evangelion and uh, the word Shing means new. Okay. I think you'll find it means lower thighs. Yeah. Lower thighs. Yeah, in your language. No, not lower thighs. Lower legs. Very mate. lower thighs. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep after your knee. Go, even. Well, that's low. That's low. Lower than thighs. Look, I think you're all missing the point. I would have said upper ankles. Upper, oh, okay. Well, you're kind of a glass half full kind of guy. Yeah. I'm a kind of thigh half. <laughs> Look, the real Rub. point was gorilla whale. Gorilla whale was gorilla the whale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to see Shin Godzilla. That I didn't know, actually. On uh, Wednesday, are we talking about? Yes, we are. So we'll be talking about Excited that movie about next week. Yes. Great. Um, for our triumphant return back to LA, all of the group back together. I say all of the group. Many of us are missing, but mm. four integral, friendly people. Yeah. Who could be mm. bothered to show up this evening? Mm. Yep. Nate, Justin, talking to you. Justin's kind of like half a person. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's Hawaiian. So. Mm. Um, that's the half of is him. That, that racism that, as No, well? that's half of him that is a person. Ah, uh, yes. That kind of makes up for the rest of Justin. Touche. The rest um, yep. Yeah. Yep. We're off to a good start. <laughs> 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 the flow is back. It's really yeah. natural. It's great. Um, so yeah, instead of our normal podcast, uh, we're going to do a bit of a catch up. We're going to talk about some of the stuff we've been up to, mm-hmm. some of the things we've been watching, playing, and then we're actually going to round up a bit of the year. We're going to start talking, because uh, we're getting there, guys. We're now in September, sorry, we're now in October. We are edging towards October. Christmas and the 2017s. And my birthday. Tamara's birthday. Mine was last week. Woo, woo, woo. Happy birthday. Yeah. Thank, Happy birthday. You. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, where were you guys? Yeah, where, where were you guys? Yeah. We, yeah, we had a lovely dinner together. We, yeah, we uh, did. We had a lovely dinner that night too. I sent you a fox. Did you not get it? You Which night? You Which sent me a fox? Fox. Oh, a fax. Fax. F A C T. Yes. Very good. Facts. Facts. Which Stop night was your birthday? Uh, 26th of September. 26th of September. September. Yeah, we were in Denver that night. Where were we? We just arrived in Denver. Where were we? Were we? (laughs) Yes, yes. We were in the Glassy Hotel that night. You remember? Glassy Glassy Hotel? That that sounds like something else. That looked over the airport. Oh, yes. We're about to collect some friends. Yes, yes, yes. I got really drunk at the bar. I had like three margaritas. Martinis. Mm. Yep. Yeah, three Martins. Yeah, and there was a very drunk girl. Three different Martins. Martins. Three different Tamra. Martins. That night. Tamara gulped them all down. Yeah. yeah. Um, one, two, three. Oh, Ricky God. Martin. Oh, <laughs> uh, so Martin. Why were you in Denver? 
And Doc Martin. This is just gonna float. This is gonna <laughs> float around. This is not gonna be much. So I was in Toronto uh, for the film festival. I met up with Al in New York afterwards, and we drove all the way from New York to Denver. Mm-hmm. As um, we tend to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was fun, I guess. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I guess. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we had to get to Denver in a very short. Yeah, we had three flight. days, so yeah. we were we were blitzing it. It wasn't like an all day when we just ambled through the south. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like we had we had business to be getting on with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and then we Denver, went to Denver. Yeah, then we did the uh, location scouting mm-hmm. uh, in Colorado for a film Starfish. Yeah, um, Starfish hashtag Starfish hashtag. Uh, hashtag perfect. starfish hashtag yeah the film is called starfish hashtag like hash potatoes yeah yeah. Um, yeah go on youtube type in starfish diaries we haven't done one in a while but we're about to do yeah. a whole bunch of we will do it we'll updates um, there are reasons for Maybe why we kept <laughs> why we haven't been doing them um and then we came back here and now we're here with you guys that's hey. all lovely mm. yeah um, alex you got anything you want to say with your mouthful of popcorn so I was celebrating Adrian's birthday last week. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was really good. And what a lovely night it was. Yeah, it was really lovely. Yeah, cool. Send her messages in. How young did you turn? Uh, 26 again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. You, don't look a good like one. A, you don't look a day over 18. Thanks, mate. <laughs> um, so yeah. we got two Australians tonight here. So we're actually going to yeah. be, because we're yeah. here near the it's end. A, it's kind of a, yeah. yeah. It's a thing. It's kind of normal. Yeah. yeah it's we've done it before. kind of normal. Yeah, it's yeah. not the first time. This is Tamara's first time on the podcast with you, though, Adrian. It is. Oh, so I think we've got a, a Japanese guy for the first time. He thinks we've got two Australians. Mm. The double mm. Australian. Three uh, Pacific people and yeah. uh, one... Y- European? European, I guess. Don't, don't, don't mm. question the European thing. <laughs> <right now. laughs> they elected to leave. Yeah, that's true. But out personally. Just a little disclaimer there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that Brexit thing? <laughs> <laughs> You're a British person. What happened there? We don't know. <laughs> right. We don't know. What, um, was, what was I voting on again? Oh, I didn't know. Didn't realise that happened. Sorry. <laughs> <You're> English? <Ooh>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you fooled. Um, yeah, so since we're hitting near the end of the year, we're going to start collecting the debris of what has happened so far with movies. Uh, mostly with movies. A little bit of games, maybe. Um, but a couple of TV shows. A couple of TV shows. Some of our favorite things. Uh, well, this isn't going to be a comprehensive list by any, anyway. We're just going to start collecting it together. So when we get to the end of the year, we're off to a head start on what are our favorites and least favorite stuff that happened this year. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about some of them. We're also uh, going to be talking through uh, PlayStation VR happens this week. comes out on the 13th. Brrr. And we're going to be talking through every single game. Not in detail, but just so people know what's coming out. And the next week, we're going to be dedicating at least 80% of the podcast just towards talking through PSVR. We're going to be trying out every single game. Um, wow. Every single game, and there's quite a lot. How many is that? I don't know. Many, multiple let's, games. Let's say twenty. Let's say twenty games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna try them out. We're gonna talk about each one of them one by one next week. So, so tune in. If you how many times will will someone get pantsed every game, or just is it gonna be random? Random, random pouncing. It's like real life. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this is this, we we could call it our three quarterly review. Yeah, excellent. Mm. Rolls of the tongue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's our three quarterly review tonight. All right. Um, so let's just really quickly just ca- just catch up a little bit, Alex. What we've been doing last week? You hosted the podcast last. Uh, that was last week. Wasn't last it? week with Nate, uh, it was just mm-hmm. a, a two way with the uh, with the Mister Hertz after he got his LASIK surgery and his scary bleeding eyes. Oh, oh still bleeding. You, pardon? Do you reckon they're still bleeding? I would hope not. I think if they're still bleeding at this point, he probably needs to go to hospital. Okay. But uh, yeah, as we said in last week's podcast, I thought he was contagious and I was like, 
Yeah, I don't Is want to touch you. Literally hemorrhaging from the so, eyes. So so you had his pupils and then on in the whites were just like red red streaks Ooh. on both sides. Ooh. It was just terrifying. It was like no, horrible. thank you. No, thank you. When uh, he said that bit last week on the podcast about cutting his corneas, I'm like, no. Yeah. There's no, literally no. nothing you can make me superhuman strength and I wouldn't let any fucker come anywhere near my corneas. I only went for fifteen minutes though. Oh, and at one point, I don't know if you mentioned this in the podcast, he said um like he could smell the burning. From his eyes. Oh, I, I no. forgot how he described it. No. What did he describe oh, it as? Pork. Yeah. No, I think it was something Small more oh, like, like bacon. You get to take it not, home with your yeah, something not not something appetizing. I think it was something much worse. <laughs> right. Um, no, there's literally nothing oh, worth that to me. Yeah. So other than that, other than last week's podcast, I have um had my three year anniversary, wedding anniversary. Oh, yeah, you did, you did. This oh, week. Yeah. Yep, had a congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. Thank you. Tress years. So when's the divorce? Uh probably <laughs> it depends how quick the paperwork comes through. Okay. Uh valid. Bethany's got a better lawyer than me, so that might speed it up. Oh cool. Uh, but you you confuse things now because you brought a child into the world. We did. Yeah. We brought in a furry child. Yeah. There you go. Uh, that cat was really cute from last week. What cat was really cute from last week? The cat was meowing towards the end of the ah, podcast. Ah, that was right. Nate's cat. was really yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, no, I didn't get that cat, but I did have a furry... We had a furry baby on Saturday. Which uh, little cat. cat would you say is better, Nate's pussy or yours? Um, my pussy's younger. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Why did you take us there? Locker room banter. Disgusting. I, I genuinely oh. didn't mean to. I thought people have said the word cat too many times, so I need to mix it up. And oh. I fell into the mud. Should have said feline. 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 Yeah. Let's just take it back. We'll just pretend yeah, you didn't okay, say so that. We'll yeah, edit yeah, that yeah. out. So that... That's three-way sound. Right, and um, so which feline is better, yours or Nate's? Uh, well, I have a closer relationship with mine so far. It's a little long-haired cat called Ray. After Ray from... Like a Ray of some? No. Like X-Ray? No. Like Ray Bands? No. Like Ray Winston? No, you're all spelling Ray incorrectly <laughs> in this service. Like, like Ray Fines? No, different, different, <laughs> different spelling. Good, you've, you've well, mixed up good. the spelling. But no, not like Ray Fines. Like Shoelace? No, that's how. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I'm guessing this is a Star Wars reference. Ray Force Awakens. There you go. Ray, is that the full name for the cat? Yeah. Ray Force Awakens. Ray Force Awakens until we find out who her actual... Family oh, that's a good point. Is. So when yeah. part eight comes out in 2018, Ray Skywalker, 2017, sorry, Ray Solo, Ray Kenobi, Ray, oh. we don't know who. What happens when she goes to the dark side? Dark side. Uh, well, we cross that bridge uh, when we okay. get to it. Don't cross that bridge. It didn't work out for Han Solo. There you Spoilers. go. Oh, got it in there. That was perfect. <laughs> Thank you. That was Thank a home you. run. Yeah. Uh, Adrian, what fun stuff have you been up to? If Gandalf had a little cameo there, it would have helped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You shall not pass And then He's like Oh yeah Good point (laughs) (laughs) Fair play Fair play Right Um, uh, Me What have I been By the way son You're a dick (laughs) Me? No His son Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh right I was like I was like, you're not my son. son. <laughs> Dad, I mean, like, I'm really projecting. I'm sorry. Racking uh, Gandalf jokes, you're a dick, son. <laughs> it's more, if anything, I'm the you go play your fucking Dungeons and Dragons true. with your friends in the basement <laughs> when you belong? Um, what have I been doing? I've been, I've been working a bunch. Smart move. I don't know. What else? What have I, I had a birthday. It's something else I did. Uh, oh, I've moved up in my house uh, where I live. I am now the house manager. 
Ooh. Wait. Yeah. Does that Wait. mean you get a better Wait. room? Yes, I've got a better room. Whoa. Cool. Sexy. What do you have to do to become house manager? I didn't know this was a possibility. Uh, well, you just, I don't know, live there for a while longer than the other people. How many people in your house? Eight. Holy shit. It's basically yeah. like a prison, right? Like yeah. Longer you're there. <laughs> yep. 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 The less you, ha- you can leave. Yeah, Did yeah. you have to shank anyone? Um, shank? No. Switch some words around. Letters around in there. And oh, interesting. Do you get any benefits other Hanks. than a bigger room? <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. Let's not work it out. Sorry. <laughs> any of those listeners we lost in our gap where we missed a couple of weeks and we thought, oh, you know yeah. what? I'll give them another go. <laughs> now that they're back together. <laughs> if they've already left. It hasn't improved, guys. Um, I don't know. I've already forgotten what I was talking about. Well, that's good. Well, yeah, well yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so basically, I just take make sure the, the rubbish goes out and people are cleaning up their stuff. And if anyone has issues, they come to me and I talk to the landlord. So winning. Place of importance. Mm. Do you have to wear a tie for that job? Um, not all the time. Um, only walking when I'm walking about the house. Walking through the halls. Oh, okay, yeah. like when right. you see other see other tenants, you go. Yeah. Just got it. Alex yeah. tipped his hat. Yeah, yeah Alex. The audio listeners. Just, yeah. Just tipped his hat. He tipped his hat. And, yeah. and just like tilted my head. There you go. Yeah. Said it like. Yeah. He's not a cowboy. Yeah. Well, he's a um, house manager. Oh, I am. A, oh, okay. No, I am a cowboy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a Western themed house. So <laughs> that would have been a good segue to Westworld, which I want to talk about in a minute. But yes. Tanro Ishida. Yeah. Anything exciting you've been up to? I cannot remember when was the last time I did gigs, but quite a while ago, right? A long time ago. Yeah. So don't tell us everything. Uh, I don't know. So <laughs> limited battery on the. The camera. windmill is doing really well on the IMDb. It's yep. on the uh, uh, homepage of the IMDb. Wait, so is the is title the windmill or windmill massacre? It's country, the original right? title is the windmill massacre, but the US title is the windmill. Got it. And which is the best title? I'd go with massacre. Uh, I'd, yeah. I'd go with just the windmill. Really? Yeah. I go with just the, the, <laughs> just the wind. So that the wind. that's doing well. Uh, this is Tamro's yeah. new film, horror film from where's it from? Norway? No, Holland. Holland. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Getting confused. This isn't hell. This is Holland. Exactly. Um, Who says that a, line? Not me. <laughs> um, I got to see this at Fright Fest, which was great. We did a review of it, so you can go back and listen to our Fright Fest specials oh, yes. and we talk about it quite honestly with him in the room, which was that's quite what awkward. I was about to ask. To you know, is that review with Tamro? Luckily. Right? We all enjoyed it. Yeah. So that went pretty no, well. No, it's good. It's good. Um, then you went to Toronto. Yes, for Journey is a Destination. Another film you're in. Yep. Did that go well? Yep. Went well. Great. End of <laughs> conversation. <laughs> um, and then the aforementioned USA trip happened. Oh, and La La Land was so good. I well, we're going to get to that. We're going to get yeah, to that. We're going to talk about And Emma Stone. Yep. Yep. Yeah. La La um, All right. <laughs> Well, this just falls apart <laughs> shall we okay yes let's move on. i'll tell you what yep. should we talk about releases first because that's some, some factual people can mm. get their All teeth right. into yeah yeah and then we can move into our discussion of the year let's mm. do it and stuff i do quickly want to say um yeah i watched uh the big show at the moment which is westworld alex did you get to watch that first? i have watched one and two okay i'm gonna watch one okay uh, else well, watched it? um no spoilers thanks because i haven't no, no we're not gonna do any spoilers don't worry don't worry um, but I thought it'd be good just to quickly because that's like kind of the big show Christopher Nolan so not Christopher Jonathan Nolan Christopher Nolan's brother who normally writes this stuff I think, is it his first time directing? I don't know because he directed the first episode well, I did was JJ J. involved with this or no? JJ Abrams yeah, yeah, there's a whole bunch is. of cool people um, and it's kind of seen as like this is going to be like this Lost the Game of Thrones and like this will be like the next big the big show mm-hmm. um, how do you feel about it? Without um, any sport, with no sports? 
Look, I didn't know anything about it until I saw a, a billboard maybe a month ago um, somewhere in town. And so I looked up the trailer and I was like, whoa, this this looks really interesting, really interesting concept. So I did a bit of uh, internet exploring and researching and then also didn't realize that this is a remake of a yeah. 70s film yeah, with yeah, Theo yeah. Brynner. Yeah, or Michael Crichton novel yeah. as well. Yeah, so I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Um, not coming, <laughs> whatever. Not, not, like whatever. I give a shit. Not coming up with new ideas as per <laughs> usual. Hollywood, clap, clap, hooray. But then it's HBO, so I thought I'll give this shit a chance. Oh, good the, Hollywood. Saw mm. the trailer. Um, yeah, first episode. Wow, a lot. They cram a lot in. There's a lot of stuff that goes on and happens. Nudity? Um, yeah. yeah. There was a lot of penis. Oh, great. Which I was really genuinely happy about. Yeah. Like, genuinely happy about. Because there's something where I'm like, there's all, you know, all, all these fights mm. of people of sexual, you know, like, mm. women shouldn't be shown their bodies, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, women show your bodies, but men show your bodies as well. Yeah. You know? And there's plenty of nudity both ways in the mm-hmm. first episode, which was great. refreshing. Pretty, great. pretty like... It's HBO, so... Completely balanced. And it's not actually yeah. sexual nudity. It's just very much matter-of-fact nudity, which is kind of cool. Um... Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really loved the first episode. I thought there was a lot that happened. Um, but if, I, I don't know. I loved it. Really dark sort of undertones that, that really clicked with me. Um, in a similar kind of ex machina style of, you know, this is the future. This is AI. This is the huge benefits. This is what we could achieve. Mm-hmm. But then there's just like that moral kind of corruption and darkness underneath. And I, I loved that. So Incredible right. cast. Is it violence? Incredible violence? cast. Violent? Yeah, there is violence, mm-hmm. but I mean, in a post Game of Thrones era, no, it's not violent. Yeah. Okay. But there is okay. definitely like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So should we watch it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, you you weren't such a big fan. I watched it last night because I wanted to see it before we did this podcast, just so I could have a bit of an opinion on it. Yeah, um, dedicated. We've gone out to see Don't Breathe because I was really excited about that movie. That's very mixed. Some very good bits, some not so good bits. Um, and then I came back excited to watch what's what. I've been really excited about this for ages, and I actually had someone who auditioned for our lead in our film who was part of the Westworld audition. So I'd seen like a scene from it through something, which mm, I wasn't really yeah. meant to see. So I was kind of getting more and more interested in it. I really liked the fact it was Jonathan Nolan. I, I genuinely like a lot of his writing. I know a lot of people have problems with some of his stuff, but. Um, and I liked, I remember liking the original film, but it was a long time ago that I mm-hmm. saw it. I just like the concept. Too. Like, I like. It's basically like Jurassic Park, but yeah. Do you guys know the concept? You mean mm. the dinosaurs? No, don't don't ruin it. Don't ruin you it. don't even want to know the. Is you spot? I mean, you've you've kind of spotted a little bit of the concept, yeah, yeah. which you know you should. I mean, most people would know just no, from a trailer. I'm kidding. It's fine. It's essentially it's a, if you really don't want to know anything about Westworld, tune out for about thirty seconds. Uh, essentially, a theme park in the future. You're not sure when, and it's based around like a a Wild West kind of theme. Um, and people can pay, like really rich people can pay to basically go and do whatever the fuck that they want. Uh, whether it's have sex with people, rape people, kill people, whatever. It's like Rob an adventure people. theme park, yeah. essentially. Oh, but the people are robots. But the people are AI yeah. robots. Uh, um, but then there's some other stuff going on, but you don't know exactly how much. It's like yet. the Truman Show. Um, well, yeah, yeah, it's like Truman Show meets Jurassic Park <laughs> meets, <laughs> meets a Guy Ritchie. <laughs> um, all right, so where, we're back. When did they? When was the? Where? Where were the robots in Truman Show? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Jim Carrey was a robot. And the raping and the murdering and the. Um, yeah. So from like the opening titles are spectacular. Oh They're yeah, so good. Yeah, and I was like, yes, this is it. Because I'm just I'm so hypercritical of TV now because it's so much great TV, mm-hmm. and I'm just like I need every second to be. I'm not like I can't give it a free card because it's TV. Yeah. Um, and then the first shot came in, um, 
and it's Evan Rachel Wood and it's really dark like the opening shot and the mood of it's incredible it's one from above no it's the up? one where she's in the chair yeah okay um and I was really sold on it I was immediately just like this is fucking great this is gonna be the show that I actually want to watch every week yep. unlike most shows where I'm like yeah I could watch it but I don't really care um and then it lost me a bit too much then I was kind of like it just it went off and it, it tries to con you because it has to you know, until you don't know what's necessarily going on, selling the Western world, who's real, who's not real, mm-hmm. that whole thing. But it does it in a way of like, well, we've got to play with you and we've got to turn it into a theme parky thing. But I felt like it was kind of, I wasn't really interested in what they're doing with that, if you know what I mean. Like it was fine, but it was like, it's not meaty enough. Um, and I felt there were ways to handle it where you could have still... How does it know. look? Is it, it looks so beautiful? No, it not that beautiful. Of... I don't okay. think so. I don't know. I think the produ- production value is there. But I don't mm-hmm. think Jonathan Nolan's a great director, to be honest. I didn't think it was directed that mm. well. Um, do you differ? You thought it was beautiful? No, I, w- I wouldn't say it was beautiful, beautiful, no. Mm-hmm. But like, the design's great. Yeah, Okay. the design's right. great. Um, yeah, watch the second episode. Okay. Be keen to see what you think of that. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to keep going because I like the conceit of it. I'm interested where they can go because I'm also kind of like, I don't see how they drag this out for multiple seasons, mm. if you know what I mean. So I'm intrigued with where that's going to go. Um, but I'm also just not necessarily a fan yet of any of the characters. Yeah. So I'm still kind of finding who am I meant to really be rooting for sort of thing. Yeah. And I mean, that's a difficult thing. It's always tricky with the first ep when, mm. you know, there's so much they're trying to get across mm-hmm. in that time, you know. I always say give, an, give a show at least three apps. Sorry, and it's, it's favorite, also right? tricky, I think, in these circumstances of when you're dealing with human and AI characters. and mm-hmm. and. But that's kind of my point. They spend so long trying to sort of pull the wall over your eyes a little bit yeah. that it doesn't let you settle into a character. Mm. And you look at like great TV shows. For me, they do in the first episode get you immediately. Yeah, yeah. And you're on board with someone. Like in Lost, you're on board with Jack from the first scene. You know, like from the first shot, basically, you're with him kind of thing. And then, mm-hmm. you know, like... Um, and in Game of Thrones, like you're in the world straight away, so you might be confused mm-hmm. of who you're really rooted for. But like they're very confident with the world. Whereas Westworld, it's partly that first episode is the conceit of yeah. what's real, what isn't real. We're going to play with you a little bit, and those twists are the important thing rather than the character. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, so I want to watch episode two and see if it settles a bit more for me. Yeah, um, but yeah, so I went from very excited to a bit disappointed. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I yeah. think Anthony Hopkins was fantastic in it. Yeah, really. I think yeah, I really enjoyed it. So in the second episode, definitely really goes further with the the kind of darker undertones of that cool and the kind of uh, ethical choices of existing in that world good horses lots of horses yep i can't wait for the sequel the easter world (laughs) Um, okay right (laughs) alex (laughs) Uh, can you please do a little segment for us yeah that is called Chris Pratt, can, can you, you give me some money? money? Can you give me some money? Money. So that means money, this is money, time money. for this week's movie and game releases. Uh, so starting out with movies coming out this Friday, the 15th? 14th. 14th of uh, October. Uh, first one coming out. That is a date. Is uh, The Accountant. Number one. Uh, this is about a math savant who uncooks the books for a new client. The Treasury Department closes in on his activities and the body count starts to rise. It's directed by Gavin O'Connor, written by Bill Dubuque, if I'm pronouncing that right. Stars Ben Affleck, aka Batfleck, Anna Kendrick, J.K. Simmons, aka. Um, uh, uh, Flash. 
No, I forgot the cop's name. You know, oh, Commissioner Gordon. Oh, fuck yeah. that up. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I did fuck that up. And John Bernthal, aka the Punisher. Right. Right. Does anyone else find it weird the posters for this? You can't see his face. Like it's like got a big like like accountant banner thing across his face. <laughs> right. This must have been an interesting it. contract. Like you could be on the poster, but we won't see your face. What? Is ben Affleck is on the poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't noticed. I think the whole point is that he's meant to be like faceless, right? I know, I know, but it's just rare for a Hollywood film to mm. not show the lead not actor. Not so big star. star. That's cool. That's cool. Number two. Number two. Max Steele. Uh, this is about the adventures of a teenager, Max McGrath. We would say McGrath in Australia. I don't know here if they say McGrath or McGraw. Uh, and an alien companion, Steele. Uh, who must harness and combine their tremendous new powers to evolve into the turbocharged superhero, Max Steel. Combination of the names. Oh, I see what they've done um, there. Yeah, directed by yeah. Stuart Hensler, written by Christopher Yost, starring Ben Winchell, Josh Brenner, and Mario Bello. Mario. I saw the trailer for this. It just looks like, yeah, a kid in kind of like a Power Rangers suit. Hmm. Is it a kid show? Uh, Film? Kind of, yeah. Young, young people. I've heard of them. Um, and finally, coming out... Number three. Uh, Christine. This film... Um, I, I watched the trailer for this and I wasn't quite sure what the story was about. I went on IMDb and I wasn't quite sure either because it didn't really have a big summary. Um, but I could tell... like It's, it's about a reporter, a female reporter in the 70s uh, called Christine Chubbuck. So I looked her up and essentially what this film is about... Uh, is about Christina Chubbuck's last days as a television reporter um, and her struggles against depression where she eventually commits suicide on air. Um, Spoilers. Spoilers, yes. This happened in the 1970s. Uh, The director is Antonio Campos, written by Craig Shilowich, stars Rebecca Hall, Michael C. Hall, and Tracy Letts. Sounds hectic. I love Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall's cool. She looks great in this film. Uh, Looks like really... Uh, yeah, awesome performance. But the trailer, for me, didn't give any hint of it being about a woman struggling with mental health issues. Mm. To me, it came across as a and maybe that's what they're not they're trying to not. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. maybe you just ruined their marketing campaign. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe I did. I mean, it really <laughs> it, it came across more as like. A woman trying to make her mark as a as a reporter. Because I, I, I think 70s. probably what was so affecting about that moment, not that I even know what happened, was probably that no one saw it coming. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably the key thing when you watch this movie. Yeah, is that you don't know that she's going to do that at the end of the mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. Well, in the post credits scene. Yeah. yeah. So is this shot like it's in the 70s? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. With, with yeah, those yeah. cameras. There's yeah. cameras okay. and bell bottoms. So if anything, right. you really you fucked up a few things on that movie release sheet then. Well, maybe I did give you a few spoilers, but autobiographic. It's a bi- bi- biographical film, so whatever. So it's not about you. It's not about me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an autobiographical <laughs> film. Is it about your personal struggle as a woman in the 70s? My name's not Christine. <laughs> Other anyway, than that, the, the story's... Those identical. are this week's film. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Alex. Christine. What video Thank games you. are coming out? Video games coming out. Uh, hang on, hang on. So we're going to do a separate section for PSVR. So you're not yep, going to read yeah. that. Yeah, no, I'm not going to read that. Um, so Tanro gave me this first suggestion because he was really excited about this one. It's coming out on Vita. It's Criminal Girls 2 Party Favors. Woo! What are you talking about? <laughs> Tanro gave me... 
some of this list. I mean, he said, make sure you mention. Was it just a piece too. of paper with criminal girls to party favors? Written yeah, on it? yeah. R- written in like Sharpie. Comic Sans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the lovely audiences we have on YouTube cannot see your f- beautiful face. Yeah, with so your sheet. Who are your paper? Well, I just did go like that oh, after I said can Tanner just, gave me this. From thing. now on, can we just print on paper where the other side is a photo of your face? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Tanner is excited about Criminal Girls Two party favors. He's also oh, yeah. he's also very excited about Dragon Quest Builders on PS4 and Vita. That's a cool little that's a cool little game. It's kind of like Minecraft meets Dragon Quest. There you go. Sounds good. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider is finally coming out on PS4 with all the extra mm. fe- features. Twentieth anniversary edition. Get there to walk you... around Laura's Manor. There you go. Mm, Laura's Manor. Rise of the Tomb Raider Blood Ties is coming out on Xbox One. I'm guessing that's DLC. Yeah, that's part of that DLC. Um, WWE 2K17 is coming out on Xbox One, PS4, 360, and PS3. Here's a story about WWE. WWE 2K16 just appeared on my Xbox in my games. You had it? And I didn't buy it. Really? And it's on my Xbox. And that's the second game that that has happened. What was the first game? Hmm. Rocket League. Yeah, uh, are we out... Uh, so now our Xbox is like intrinsically linked or something. Do you have, Did you, you get have WWE? WWE? Yeah. 2016? <laughs> because I was thinking it was like free downloadable content with gold membership. I mean, your profile's still on mine. I know, but that doesn't mean you should be getting the content I download. I mean, I get everything oh, Al downloads. Does that pop up on your thing? Everything, yeah. I keep having to delete stuff because it's filling up my hard drive. Criminal girls. <laughs> One, two, and oh. three. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's a few other titles as well, but that's weird. So that's your. I don't really understand. No, I mean, yours makes sense because I've got one of my old your old Xbox, but he's never had mine. But he keeps getting the games I download. But have you signed in when you did Dark Souls at his house? Did you sign in as yours? Maybe. I mean, your account's still on mine, but I always I never it's signed out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's weird. But I've got like a whole bunch of Xbox, and whenever I do it, like Katie's like, yeah, see, you just bought this new game so then she has the option to download that if she wants to i presume she can't she can only play it through my avatar mm. like my avatar has to be logged in then she can log in hers as well and then play or something that's that's the case if i want to play any of the games you've downloaded yeah so then you can play one if i'm not online if you want to no i can't because the xbox i've got isn't the home xbox but you should be able to sign in as my avatar if you wanted to on oh yours. And then you could play one of those games. Oh, I can do that? Yeah, if well, I'm not playing. Here's the thing, I don't How sign do I know in if you're as not playing. Oh, because I, I just check games. if you're yeah, signed if in. Yeah, I'm already on or not. Oh, that makes sense. And then in my home one will boot you off if I sign in anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. See, I don't sign in as you. I know, it's weird. Do you go to his house, Adrian? Never. So if so anyone understands this problem... Uh, yeah, anyway, so WWE 22K17, if you're going to download that, let's, let's call that section um, the Xbox interlude. Yeah, the Xbox interlude. <laughs> uh, so uh, WWE, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. But I thought they came out last year. No, very much did come out last year. Anyway, um, <laughs> Valkyrie Drive, Bikuni. That's on Vita. Uh, that's that's all I got real. for you. It's not real. None of them are real. Uh, wait, we no. need that list. <laughs> And that is this week's releases. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Thank you Alex. Appreciate Thank you, Alex. That. So I'm going to add to that. Um, actually, two, well, before we go to PSVR, what film out of those three are we most interested to see? What do we recommend? The Accountant, Max Steele, or Christine? Christine. Christine, probably. The Accountant. Yeah. I mean, even though that, that film is probably entirely ruined for me now, mm. um, it mm. seemed like the m- most interesting. Yeah, just for Rebecca Hall. I would, I would see that one. But... Spoiler alert. Yeah, so thanks, Alex, once again for reading those out. <laughs> um, and I think the game of the week has to be Gears of War 4. That's the biggie. 
Hell mm-hmm. yeah. Criminal Girls Party. Yeah, totally. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Time yeah. Thank you. Um, so we're going to talk about PSVR. So I, I've pre-ordered my PSVR many moons ago, um, arriving on the 13th. And I was really confused with day one release, what was happening. Like exactly what games are coming out. And I went on to like the Amazon, wanted to pre-order some of the, the video games to play, experience things. Um, but it was kind of, there wasn't really a good collective list of stuff. And obviously you can find them online, but it's because a whole bunch are just digital. Um, so you'll have to sign on to, your, to on PSN and download shit. Um, some of them you can actually get a couple of days early, but you won't be able to use them because of PSVR. And some are tied into other things, other games, just as like an extra way you can experience a pre-existing game. So we thought we'd quickly read through, I think the majority, we might be missing one or two, but I think this is pretty much everything that's coming. Hit us um, with it. And these are all the games that we will be talking about next week because we'll have tried... Mm-hmm. God damn it, we will have tried every single one of these video games, Alex. But trying as in like do a little bit by little bit, right? Yeah, I mean, I might play one and then throw up. So <laughs> we might need a few of us here to pass the, the uh, helmet pad around. I'll, I'll, I'll be here. You down? Down for some helmet padding? Yep. If I'm not working. Excellent. I'm well, down for some helmet padding. <laughs> oh, yeah. And some of um, these are, you said padding, right? Like 90 minutes or like... Yeah, but a whole bunch of these are just like, tiny yeah. little things. Most of these are like, yeah, between an hour to two hours experiences. Right. Um, yeah. Some of them are longer, depending like the puzzle games and stuff like that. Hmm. So in the digital only sections, we've got a 100 foot robot golf, which is essentially everything it says on their tin. Um, I don't know some people have played King this robot there you go Yay. Uh, I know some people have played this they said it's fine uh, Ace Banana I don't know that one at all I'm going to google some of these as we go through Ace I'm Banana confused with Ace Banana Ace oh. Banana oh it's an archery game apparently fun which makes it fun archery <laughs> <laughs> was that sincere or was that facetious no archery is fun Archery is fun. I was at Dave and Buster's last night um, and we played there's a new Mario Sonic game in that one. The Olympics. The Rio Olympics. And one of the things is archery. I don't feel like they should have ever married those two. Guys, I've told you the story about how I grew up playing archery as a family sport, right? Real archery? Yeah. Yep, yep. So I was part of the Hunter Bowman's Club. Hello. Shout out to the Hunter Bowman's Club in Maitland, New South Wales, Australia. Oh, Maitland, yeah. Um, and I came second in state for my division. Second in state? Yep. That's pretty fantastic, yep. buddy. Yep, thank you. What sort of range are we talking here, Adrian? Oh, we're talking bush, uh, bush, bush range. Bush range. Bush, photo, like bush, what do you call it? Archery. So it was like bush hunting. Oh, so yeah, you'd like go around, wild pigs. You'd go around and you'd see like a cardboard cut out of a pig with different zones on it, mm-hmm. like kill zone stuff. You Fucking shoot them. cardboard pigs. Yeah. Kangaroos, rabbits, little pictures of them. You, there's like a track you'd walk, walk around the bush in. And then, you know, you had a little, like golf, sort of, and you'd, you'd mark your score down. Yeah. That's cool, yeah. mate. Cool. I mean, there was only two people in my age division in the state. Um, <laughs> Including you? Yeah. And yeah. you came... Uh, and I came second. Second. So. All right. Right. So, thank you. Well played. Well played. What did well you say played. that was called? What was the... What? Hunter Bowman's. Uh, oh, Hunter, Hunter Bowman's. Bowman's. Hunter, the Hunter, yeah. Hunter Valley but it was region like, is where we're... Both yeah, that's where we're from. You're right. It reminded me when we were... Uh, uh, me and Tamara were talking to our lead actress for a film. She told us about a little uh, a little achievement she had. We're not allowed to say who it is yet, but it was for a... What was it? Apple Core... I don't remember that. Don't you remember this? No. The Apple Core Oh, yes. The Apple Core. Where it was part of the, your like, like brownies kind of tasks kind of thing, you know? Right. And you had to eat an Apple Core. And you got a little... You have to eat the whole... You got a little apple. sticker. 
and you're a part of the Apple Core Club. When oh. I eat apples, I eat the whole thing every time. Do you really? Mm-hmm. You know that there's arsenic in the seeds. Yep, but not enough to kill you. Yeah, but it stays in your body. Well, <laughs> let's explain <laughs> that's, that's, many things. That's, uh, that's partly why it's poisonous because your body can't process it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He knew that. <laughs> okay. He knew this. What's the title of the game again? Alex is furiously googling. <laughs> if I eat more popcorn, I'll be safe. So it's called Ape Bananas. Ace Banana. Oh, ace, not Ape um, Bananas. So you'll be that'll be perfect for you, Adrian. You can bring back your archery skills. Yeah. Uh, the assembly, which we're just looking at now. Um, oh, that looks cool. It was kind of cool. You're like in and brain in some things, and you're doing some stuff. Um, if that wasn't a good enough description for you, I don't know what is. Gunjack, uh, harmonics, music, VR. Hatsune Miku, is that you say? Hatsune Miku. Hatsune Miku. What's that, Tanwa? Hatsune Miku is this uh, sort of idol, like woman, girl, Criminal young girl girls. character, uh, all virtual. Uh, it's a huge thing in Japan. Like, but what do you do with the girl? So you can <laughs> compose music, yeah. including lyrics, and then she will sing it for you. Ah, cool. Yeah. So it's a virtual singer you can control. Ah, uh, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you're a manager. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Producer manager. Yeah. Mm. Japanese manager. Um, then there's a game called Headmaster, which I thought was going to be about a disciplinary. Yeah. But no, yeah. of course not. It's about. It's about. Tell me, it's pouring beers. No, it's about. Like, that would be cool. Like, what's this? <laughs> It's about heading things, oh, obviously, uh, like football. Right. Head master, like things get thrown at you. You, you got to head, uh, head, you head button them. Head butted in. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. So yeah, that destroyed some of okay. what I thought that game would be about. Gotta give it the old, yeah. Uh, there's the Here They Lie, which is a sort of weird, surreal horror thing we we're looking at earlier. Tanra, I am really not doing those that. horror ones. Uh, there right, is. Tanra, we flipped a coin. Job Simulator. Uh, which is meant to be one of the most fun ones. A whole bunch of different weird jobs you can do and mess around with. Um, we creepy. saw the trailer just now and I'm not sold. Like, it doesn't look fun. That's going to be one of the most fun ones because you're in like a stationary position and you just get to mess with everything around you. Basically, you throw things and like do different things. I don't think I'd get it because I haven't really done office work. So <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> be like, oh, so I say it's fun. I wow. I, don't know. <laughs> I, have I think that's partly the point though, isn't it? Yeah. You get to try it different. You get to do like the hot yeah, dog You don't things. actually have to be able to do... Mm. A real life job. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to sit you down. Don't, you don't have to go through the taxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These accounts are all wrong. <laughs> Damn it! Now we're going to go under. Like it's not my fault. I've never had an office job. <laughs> oh, that sounds exciting. I You're like the fired. brutal reality of that mm. VR uh, game that we just made up. Then there's keep talking and nobody explodes. And this is a game that came out last year, I think, maybe in the year before, um, on Mac and PC. Uh, it's a cool little game and now it's coming to VR it used to be for two people essentially one person basically had the blueprints for the plans on how to disarm something keep talking, keep talking, and the keep other talking, one was there to disarm the bomb yes. um, and so you had to, it was all about communicating between the two of you who had something different on each of your screens essentially oh. so I don't know how this will work with VR because someone else is always meant to be doing the opposite end of this um, so I'm intrigued is it going to be an online game? maybe uh, but they're cool like yeah so you can see how it is like here oh you can print off actually the blueprints as well, so someone can physically hold like the blueprints to the thing. In the trailer, we have Mulder and Scully for some reason. I don't know what that's about. Um, but yeah, it's very just simple, you know, gameplay mechanic. Got a simple puzzle game with yeah. someone helping. Yeah, exactly. Uh, genuinely, it was a lot of fun. I like it. 
Um, then there's the Super Hypercube, all one word, which is getting some very high reviews. It's kind of uh, uh, sort of like a Tetris meets hexagon uh, game where you're kind of floating forward through, through space and you have to look around your puzzle to make it fit the hole it's got to go through. Um, yeah, might be one of the best ones. Super Stardust Ultra VR. Uh, Super Stardust is one of the best puzzle games around, so it should be cool. Tumble VR. I don't know about this one. Just watching a tumbleweed. That'd be nice. Over and over again. Or you just have to get drunk and fall over. Yeah. Um, here's Tumble VR. What's that like? Is that going to be like Jenga maybe? Because that makes sense, wouldn't it? New content and game modes. I mean, none of these games excite me. I'm going to put it out there. I know you haven't finished the list yet. Well, no, the whole point is that they are just, you know, these are just kind of showing off some of the things you... I'm surprised there's as many as there are, honestly. Right. Like, I was expecting six things and that's it. Like, the fact there's about 20 games and one of them has like five games in it is actually really great. It's a very good launch. Because I guess it's about the experience. I mean, looking at them, like I was saying before, looking at these games, it's like looking at games from like 1993. You know what I mean? Like when they first started doing like geometric shapes and everybody was like oh my god it's amazing 3d 3D, it's crazy um and that's kind of the same like looking at them without a headset on and not being able to immerse yourself in the world like it looks pretty shitty (laughs) that's for a lot (laughs) but i think that's the whole point is that like once you're in the once you're wearing the thing like it's an augmented reality but the thing is just because like this stuff hasn't been around for very long people developing it like these little indie developers it's going to be easier to just like like say a lot of these games existed beforehand it's just adapting them over and the little indie things just two people worked on it or five people worked on it whatever there are some bigger ones coming later yeah but that's that's what i mean that's why they look kind of like average and why it probably doesn't look that exciting yeah yeah from here you know yeah and it may not but that's the thing it may not be that exciting you know their experiences they are you know and as if the experience interests you or not um playstation model home we're just looking at looks like a weird little penguin thing i don't really understand wayward sky which is um we checked we checked that out didn't we yeah, there was the spacey one, wasn't it? No, no, no that's, that's the, the Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah. It was a kind of pirate oh, okay. one, I thought. Uh, sort of fantasy one where you're on a oh, yeah, that's right. ship. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, or you're on a plane and you're going through. Yeah, I don't really that know. That reminds me of like Final Fantasy VII for some reason. It's a, totally. a third-person huh. single-player yeah. adventure game. Um, so this could be interesting because it's an actual game game and there aren't many of those uh, that are coming. Then you've got Thumper. And then World War Tunes. Let's just check these two out quickly. Because uh, some of these I haven't seen yet. Oh yeah, Thumper. This is meant to be good. That looks that looks cool. Yeah, this is meant to be cool. Oh my god. I think I'd, um, I'd puke playing that. Which is that kind of like, it's a bit like Res in many ways. It's like a... Uh, yeah. Hard to explain. <laughs> just go Google Thumper. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of the games that is a bit like Res, but on... It's like Adrenaline. Sonic the Hedgehog on Psychedelics. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, totally. But it's like a rhythm action game meets what are the, like an endless runner sort of thing. Yeah. Um, meets Wipeout. Oh, yeah. Wipeout! What a great classic bloody oh, game. Yeah. Yeah, You're not talking about one. the water game that people play now. You're talking about old school Wipeout. 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 Racing game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the best Fuck, racing that cool. game. It was like PS One, right? Yep. And two. And two. Technically, there was a new one on three as well. Um, or was that just on PSV? This is World War Tunes, which is, yep, as you'd expect. <laughs> um, that looks like fun, maybe. Then we get into the retail stuff. So these are the ones you can actually buy the cartridges. You can... Cartridges? <laughs> 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 All right. We're not on to the Nintendo NX. All right, Grandpa. Yeah. They don't yeah. work. Just 
Flip them over. <laughs> exactly. Load them. Um, yeah, these ones you can buy the discs uh, in store, but you can also download these too. Batman Arkham VR, which is one of the biggest ones. Um, Batman. And one of the ones, it's actually by Rocksteady. So it's by the real team who did all of the, the great Batman games. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially it's like an hour and a half uh, game where you get to become Batman and you do a little bit of detective work. Much in the same vein as they are in the Batman Arkham games. Um, and I think there's like an hour of side stuff you can do as well around it. A lot of people, that's their favorite because, yeah, like you're saying, Adrian, it's one of the few ones which is actually, you know, proper, you know, this generation graphics and, and immersive environment. Mm-hmm. Plus, you get to be Batman, which I love this idea where all, these, all the adverts are like, you get to be Batman, you get to be Batman. Then they cut to some idiot in a helmet with two, like, wands. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> Um, then you got Battlezone, which is um, a re- sort of remake or reimagining of the classic Atari tank game. Uh, you got Drive Club VR. Now, Drive Club was a much uh, anticipated uh, exclusive racing game for PlayStation 4. Had a lot of troubles on launch, um, a lot of controversy about it. Um, but it's kind of settled after that. It's actually one of the better racing games if you can get over the controversy and how few people are playing it. Um, and it oh, makes sense for be VR. Fun. Yeah. Because there aren't any other race, like proper racing games. Um, and it's a really beautiful game, actually. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it famously had some of the greatest rain effects um, in, a, in a racing game then there's Eve Valkyrie uh, which is part of the Eve series which should be cool lots yeah, of starship cool. battles and stuff like that um, Eve is massive so that'll be interesting Loading Human Chapter 1 so I pre-ordered this one this is one of the first ones you could pre-order ages ago um, oh hello, hello. <laughs> I'm just googling it now and there's a lady in a bath um yeah, I just pre-ordered it because there was about three you could pre-order initially. I was like, well, I'm going to pre-order whatever I can get. Um, I don't really know what this is. So let's have a little look. What you're about to see is repeat of the headset. The image formatted for the screen. Thank you. Um, that's the problem with all these trailers is, yeah, you can't really tell how it's going to be. So you can put your hand in a bathtub that a lady is sitting in. Interesting. No, she's all dressed up and you're going for dinner. Is this like a weird Sims thing? No. Yeah, he looks like Sims. Now you're in the snow. Oh, it's l- oh. Now you're in cryo freeze. There's an old man from Rojin Z. Um, it looks like Sims. Space thing. Interesting. Bad things happen. Fire. Looks not great graphically. Not at all. It looks like a PS1 game. Maybe PS2. Some puzzles. You're walking over a snowy bridge. Coming soon. Who knows? Stuff happens. Yep. Confirmed. Snow, bathtub, bubbles. And dinner dates. Cryo-free. Sounds like a nice weekend, to be fair. So maybe a nice virtual weekend. Um, Then you've got Riggs Mechanized Combat League, which is really cool. It's kind of, well, it's not really, really cool, but it's pretty cool. It's kind of like a Rocket League thing, but with mechanized robots um, in a sports sort of arena. Um, One of the most, uh, yeah, one of the most kind of talked about VR games on PSVR. I'm um, showing you guys a little bit of it here. Lots of people just talking. Whoa, look at that. There he is. Whoa, there he is. Uh, then we have Rise of the Tomb Raider. You guys watch this while I keep chatting. Rise of the Tomb Raider, the 20 year celebrations, because they've added in, yes, we're talking about uh, one of the one of the extra bits of DLC for it. You can walk around Lara's mansion, oh. uh, cross mansion, and you can uh, do a little bit of sort of gone home investigating. Um, and you can do that in VR. I've always wondered how it feels to have massive, you know, Triangle boots. Rests, yep. Massive triangle boots. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you can find <laughs> out. Fun. Uh, <laughs> then there's Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, uh, which is uh, the v- apparently very bad 
or just not great. It's sort of House of the Dead style until dawn spinoff. You're like on a roller coaster ride, essentially, and just shooting stuff. Uh, which is not at all until, until dawn, dawn connected to the game until dawn. yeah but apparently it takes place and no spoilers for until dawn but it takes place inside one of the characters heads and it's kind of their psyche breaking down right it's just an excuse for a roller coaster ride of here's a little jump scare and here's a spooky thing and right yeah. what i'm curious about is that i'm not so good at shooting things on computer games right because i'm not used to the controls, the analog sticks. Controls. But would this be a lot easier because you're using the full body? If it's calibrated well and the, and the technology works, then yeah. Because you'll, yeah. you'll be pointing with the wand and just shooting. So it'll be more like a light gun game, you know, when you're yeah, in arcade. Exactly. Yeah. It'll be more like that. There is a peripheral as well coming out, which is the light gun sort of holder. So you can put the move controller in it and use, That's use cool. it like an actual gun. Um, and then lastly, there's PlayStation VR Worlds, which is the one where you get like five different games in it. Uh, you've got the luge thing. You've got the one of the first demos used for VR, which is the uh, shark shark tank, um, shark cage, sorry, mm -hmm. one where you sink to the bottom and it's kind of it pretty spooky. Yeah. And what other stuff was there in there? It was like that space first person sort of shooter. There were a couple of oh, first yeah. person oh, yeah. shooters. Yeah. One was meant to be good, one not. And then like, oh yeah, and then like a pong um, kind of. Yeah, pong. Sort of yep so you get five of those with that um yeah and like everyone's been saying vr world should really be packaged in with psvr because you need something to show it off it's not um i think there are, there are a bunch of demos though for these games and i'm trying to remember now i think in america you get like a lot you get like 12 demos or something packaged in in the uk you only get eight or something like that hmm. um but yeah there are bundles out there um be aware if you get into psvr you're gonna need to pick up a ps uh, PlayStation Eye camera, uh, one of the new ones for the PS4, and you're going to need two ones. So probably better just just get one of the packs. If you go on Amazon, there'll be a whole pack rather than just the PSVR unit because it'll be useless to you basically. And Tamara is an interesting. Yeah, question. can you watch like YouTube and stuff uh, on that headset? I I don't know because you'd need because um, the PSVR is made just for PlayStation, so you can't like adapt it to your computer or anything. So you'd have to do it through PlayStation for through the ps4 yes i don't think the ps4 has a browser does it because i know no, but you can download a youtube app okay okay yeah. that's true mm. yeah so maybe at some point they'll just update that app to allow you to watch the yeah. vr stuff for the app because i would love to try the porn <laughs> sorry what <laughs> <laughs> i know people have tried the vr it's porn. been talked about for so long that <laughs> i just want to see how it feels apparently I'm, it's I'm wait, curious <laughs> you really would <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm curious. I mean, oh, come on. Come you, on. Of course you want to Don't see Don't pretend that you're not. Well, if it's Japanese and it stars you. <laughs> Apparently it's terrifying because the whole point is like, and this is what we really want to talk about next week. It's like, what do we think then from our experiences? The future of VR is going to be, are we interested with games? Do we think it's going to be more yeah. interesting with movies? And we talked a bit about it before on the podcast, but yeah, when, when I went to that seminar on it and they're trying to sell me on place, oh, sorry, on, place, on VR for movies, mm -hmm. but it's essentially just wrap around images in your head. So it's just like sellotaping them around in a helmet, essentially. Mm -hmm. Which with it's games, it's not. With games, you have actual depth mm -hmm. to it. And for the moment, video doesn't do that. So the porn is apparently terrifying. Mm -hmm. Because when the people are like straddling you, they're like like giants that are just <laughs> zooming <laughs> over you. And it's just really scary. You can also watch like 2D screen on VR headset, right? And I heard that's quite cool. So it's not 360. It oh, feels yeah. like you're in a big cinema yeah there's there's ones i don't know if psvr's oh, yeah. got it That's but we're basically cool. yeah you're in theater mode so it's like yeah you're sitting in a the theater and it's as if you have a big projection screen yeah. and you can watch the movies you're putting in like blu-ray or whatever on that screen i think that'd be that cool. essentially cool. it's yeah. like so if you only have a small tv at home you put your headset on yeah, and it yeah, makes exactly. you think you're watching it on a big screen yeah. it's very strange 
very strange. That is kind of cool. I was going to say uh, you also need a PS4 and a TV or projector. Those are true. Those are true. Do you need a TV for this? Um, or would you need a TV? Do you? Really? Yeah, yeah I think you'll have to. You probably okay. just to interface into it. Probably. Well, maybe oh, not. I don't know. For, don't the, know. for the VR. Don't know. Uh, but for yeah. other people's enjoyment, yeah, you'll need a TV. That's true. Because everything you do will be yeah, up yeah. on that TV. So, Tanro, can you give us a report of what the porn is like? Maybe <laughs> you do yes, I will. We'll yeah. investigate yeah. that for yeah. next week. Yeah. So, also I mean, f- with that, you would only use your own wand, right? <laughs> okay, Alex. That was Thank fantastic. You. Well done. Mm. With the computer games, though, I, um, we don't get arms. That I find really weird. Yeah, I know. It is for you. Everyone's like Rayman. You, you just, just get got hands. like floating hands. Yeah. Yeah, I find out. I'm weird. not talking about the porn now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, how, that's what I found yeah. quite challenging when we tried... Um, oh, man. What's the space one called? On Stop. the Oculus? That we oh, tried Adrift. Adrift. That's what I found really hard to get my head around was that I had the VR headset and I could look around, but then I was still functioning and moving... Uh, yeah, with yeah, your yeah. head around on VR. Yeah, well, that's why I think it's going to be interesting to see what works for us. And that's why it's cool if we've got a demographic of four of us or whatever next week to chat about mm-hmm. some of the stuff, to see what's working and what's not working. Um, so, yeah, we'll revisit that next week with all the info. But uh, that all comes out on the 13th. Um, a whole bunch of trailers came out this week. So, we're going to very quickly say if any of them piqued our interest. Mm-hmm. We don't have to talk about anyone, so we're not Lots that of Asian actors. Uh, John Wick 2, the trailer came out. Now, none of you guys have seen John Wick 1. Nope. No. So we probably don't need to talk about this. But did it make you want to see John Wick one? Not really. It nope. did actually. Yeah. Got you. I done. mean, so I, I wanted to watch the trailer for the one, and they look very different. Yeah. The two feels more like James Bond movie. That's true. Which That's true. is interesting. So Wick one would you choose? <laughs> Such a bad pun. Sorry. No, that was really good. That's good. That's good. You may stay. Oh, yeah. You can stay. Okay. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I didn't love John Wick as much as most people, but it was it was fine. Uh, Power Rangers trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's up for some yeah. Power Rangers? Been billed as the Breakfast Club meets superheroes. It was something kind of, I don't know. Mm. I was intrigued by, it and it sort of struck a nostalgic chord for me. Do you, you used to watch Power Rangers? Kind of, not not a lot, but it it sort of just had enough of a kind of pull to my childhood, and then it made me think of what we were talking about before the great Power Rangers fan film with James Vanderbeek. That was like a really cool turn yeah. for, for for that brand. Um, and this had some cool elements that makes me interested enough to probably go and see it. Yeah. It kind of sort of looked like it's for those kids who aren't really popular at school. Like there was very strong message of like, this is for you guys. Yeah, it was like, I, yeah. It's just that's a bit too much of it. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, but... but the the Power Rangers always were, yeah, the outcasts yeah. at school were they? like, no, no, but I mean like the people who watched it as well, like everybody was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah that's you know, yeah, that's it's for geeks, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And that Power one Rangers. said teaser trailer, and it was over two minutes. It was two and a half minutes for a teaser trailer. It was ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. So I guess the fear that fuck, I fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so I guess the, I guess the trailer that would be what like ninety minutes. <laughs> okay, so that was the joke he made earlier, and uh, he's trying to recreate it, but it can't. You, know, you can't bottle the magic. Yeah, no, can't bottle the magic. Killed before, but yeah, I mean, it it mighty good. <laughs> it's fuck it is awful. Um, someone who I I, I watched a lot of kiddie stuff. I never really watched Power Rangers. 
I watched the Japanese version. Right, okay. Which I believe is the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked, I like, I like Power Rangers, okay. generally speaking. I mean, Captain Planet probably did it better, but... Captain Planet, he's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. He's a powers... Um, he does have powers. Magnified. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not convinced by this. It's one that I'd probably when it's on Netflix. I go, all right, I'll give it a go. I love the poster, and then probably though. turn off after half. Yeah, the poster. The poster's cool. really cool. The poster's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the Great Wall. There's a movie. Oh, oh boy, is that Ooh. a movie? I had no idea. Like you had just beforehand, Adrian mentioned something to do with dragons. Um, but I had no clue. I thought this was going to be because it's Matt Damon. Mm. So what I'm thinking is, oh, political thriller. So wait, had you not seen this trailer at all? <laughs> I had no idea anything it? about this movie wow. until I saw the trailer. Okay, yeah, and I uh, thought it looked like absolute trash, uh, <laughs> hot, <laughs> hot trash. <laughs> what you th- like? You thought the trailer? That's what you thought. I thought it was awful. Like when you watched it just now? Yeah, just now. Oh, uh, really? Well, this I, I look. I agree. I, I think. I think it looks like a big fucking movie, but. It looks like a big fucking movie I'd enjoy because I'm a big fan of like kung fu kind of movies. You know what I mean? Like I loved Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and I love that and, stuff. And Flying House of Flying Daggers. And, You're lucky because it's from the same director. You know what yeah. I mean? So I like that style, and I like. So I'm 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 like it's gonna be a big, pardon me, like cheesy weird fucking number, but it's gonna be fun. I just I just don't need to see Matt Damon in a ponytail fighting those things. <laughs> I know, but I mean. Which is going to be part of the hilarity of it. It's going to be part of the enjoyment for me. It, it looks like a Vin Diesel film. I can't understand but why Matt Damon is in it. It's one of those films that I can I can just go, you know what, I do not have to analyze this. I can just sit back and enjoy the fuck out of it because it's not even trying. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like it's... it's I don't know, it's like I think, a no, relief. But that's the thing. I think it's trying me. too hard. This is what we're saying. It's like the mo- It looks like the most calculated movie ever made. Like, Economically. It looks like, yeah, it just looks... Everything totally. about this movie was a bunch of... Producer sat down in the room and go, how do we make the most money we possibly can? What's we the know. biggest market now? Yeah, we've got to play the Chinese yeah. market. We've got to bring in the, uh, American, like the American market. market. How do we make this happen? Yeah. That's literally just how it feels. Maybe, maybe that wasn't how it was. Totally. Maybe China made a pitch to America, said, hey, do you want to get some involved? Who knows? It was absolutely how it was made. <laughs> <laughs> it's ap- you're, you're so correct. But and from that poster, you see, from that poster... Yeah. Matt Damon's face It looks sincere You can't see his ponytail yeah. I'm thinking yeah. Political thriller And yeah. he's doing Rihanna too Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's doing Yeah And he's doing a weird accent In it too Look, Which I'm and, um, really looking forward to You know And Tamara Before we started You mentioned When we brought this up You mentioned Last Samurai And if there's anything That western audiences Need to know Is that It always takes An amazing white man To go and save The great eastern Dynasties Tom Cruise Tom in the Cruise. history books now Matt yep. Damon yeah so you're welcome Asia. I think that's important you're welcome <laughs> so remember that by the way I'd love to be samurai on VR game that's gonna be so cool isn't it? yeah that'd be cool that would be, cool. be really cool yep. yeah until you have to shit yourself <laughs> like shit right, yourself you. sorry did you <laughs> Yeah, I mean, have you seen those swords when you shit yourself? Have you saw that long sword and coming And samurais out? do that, right? Of course. Yeah, and samurais, when they... There's an ex- extended shh yourself. <laughs> yeah. So this is the synopsis for The Great Wall on IMDb. A mystery centred around the construction of The Great Wall of China. Hmm. That's all it says. That's great. It's wow. like, from the poster and that, it's like they're ashamed of what the movie yeah. is actually about. I read the news, like, several week, weeks ago, that uh, uh, one part of the wall now is being sort of 
concreted so that it l just looks like a no. weird platform. Yeah. And that. they just really mess really? it up. Really? I mean, yeah. big parts of the wall have been reconstructed. Yes. That's because David yeah. Copperfield keeps walking through them all the time. It wasn't that magic. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, because he just no, he just walks <laughs> through the fucking thing. He yeah. just has God, a little mini bulldozer. That was like ten, fifteen See, years. He, I think David yeah, Copperfield a has call. a cameo in this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end scene. Matt Damon's yeah. actually David Copperfield. He, well, he he's one of the demons they're fighting back. <laughs> ah, okay. Because yeah. he got through, and then yeah, he's yeah. the witch king or something like that. All right. Well, now I want to see the Great Wall. So, um, uh, well, you can see it from the space. That's true. Pedro Pascal, Matt Damon, and Willem Dafoe. There you go. There's some big names. I don't, big give, I don't give a fuck. Big. But, do you, but do you think Willem Dafoe would just go, oh, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because they probably just slung a Have, chunk of cash at him, did right? Did you watch him in Spider-Man? Yeah, I thought he was quite good in that. Right. He was made for that role. His face. His face was, yeah. You thought he sh did a shitty job. Then we have a little movie from the director of The Strangers called The Monster. Oh, yeah, which wow. is starring, yeah, what's her name? Terrifying. What's that brilliant lady from Ruby Sparks? I love her. Oh, um, yes. That's a good movie. The Monster. You guys talk about it for a second. I'm bringing so, uh, directed by the guy, what's his name now, that did The Strangers? I don't, talk about something that I haven't brought up yet. Why don't you? Oh. It's set in... Brian so Bertino. It, it's Zoe Kazan. Yeah. It's her name. It, Zoe Kazan, yeah. It starts in a car. And I think that's a quite a smart idea because you're just stuck there and you, know, you, you have to stay in the car. She's it looks like a really simple, yeah, yeah simple like single location. A mother and daughter must confront a terrifying monster when they break down on a deserted road, which sounds like okay, every horror film ever made. I which... did not realize they were mother and daughter. No, oh. I oh, thought they were okay. sisters. Oh, all right. I thought oh. the little girls like doing a little girl voice, but she actually looked like she was sixteen. Really love this poster. It's cool. Great poster. Um, so you guys like? Did you you found this like generally genuinely like? Ooh, that looks scary and thrilling. I didn't find it look scary, but I thought it looked exciting because I love monsters. Like, I just love monster movies. And there aren't enough good monster movies where you smartly shoot it. And is that why you're making one of them? That is why there are yeah. monsters in my movie. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, you know, like, it could be you watch a movie and he gives away way too much. But from the trailer, they're really alluding to it a lot. And they're just using good camera work and out-of-focus things to mm -hmm. kind of show it off. And I really, I love, I just love it. I find I, it exciting, I, not scary. I still felt in the trailer they showed slightly too much for my taste. Okay. Because mm, there was a mm, part sure. where I was like where it started happening and they were in the car and I just wanted it to be in that moment for a little bit longer without then breaking out. We so basically saw the whole stuff. monster. Yeah, we, well, we, we saw close. the whole movie. Yeah. And I felt like I should have like tried to make a teaser out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, kept you, it on like did an old Blair Witch number on it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I can talk about Blair Witch. Yeah. Flash here, flash there. Like, ooh, ooh. No worry, that looks watch. good. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I, because I'm interested to hear about Blair Witch because I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, cool. That looks cool. Right, okay. But apparently they pretend... Well, Alex hasn't said anything yet, but I'm pretty sure they fucked it. Uh, yeah, well, you could argue this poster gives away too much because that shows more of the monster than the trailer. But does it? Really does. Yeah. Or is that a child's drawing of the monster? Good point. From their good imagination. Point. Good point. Maybe it's all a ruse. Old. Maybe it's That's all a, good point. a ruse. That's the last image you see when she's in the mental institution at the end of the film because that's what... Oh, spoiler spoilers. alert. Yeah. This isn't Christine. Well, I just wrote it, so... <laughs> oh, you wrote this film? No, no, like in my head. Oh, um, just drawing conclusions Last couple We have uh, The new trailer for Marvel's Netflix Is Iron Fist you got, None of you guys Were fans of that Iron Fist? Yeah No The last of the defenders No that looked mm. shitty To me that looked more Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Than Daredevil Interesting mm. 
Okay. I feel the opposite. I feel like it looks much, oh, really? much cooler I, I, than Luke Cage. And really? Oh, I, was, I was more excited Wait, when I saw the... cooler than Luke, Luke Cage. Cool Luke, Luke Cage, yeah, yeah. Cage has got the best trailer of any yeah, of the oh, Netflix I hated his trailers. I hated his trailers. It's like, guess what? I'm really strong. <laughs> That's all the trailer was. I hit things. Wait a second. You it. just described 90% of all superheroes that have ever existed. But I didn't say it that I like all of those trailers. I know, but you like a bunch like of superheroes. Yeah, yeah. But I just said I like this one more because it showed me like I was more interested in his character. Luke Cage, and it's partly probably because I've seen enough of Luke Cage and Jessica... Where it's like, okay, he just hits things. Like that's literally. No, well, I'm I, just not so interested. Maybe in Jessica's that. done you a disservice because I've wa- I watched the season. I think it's fucking good. No, I'm sure it's good. I'm sure, and I will watch it. But I'm just saying, I'm not enticed. But the trailers for that, I thought, were awful because it was oh, literally just him. That's punching what made things. me watch it. Just him punching things. No, but it was just that one shot of that guy breaking his hand on that on his face. And I was I'm just, just not like, interested I am in that. Fucking sold. That's why I don't find Superman interesting. It's like, all right, great. You're no one can hurt you, and you're really strong. I don't care. Like I, that's why Daredevil for me works because he's vulnerable. Like I like, like my heroes to be vulnerable. I can't see to cry anything. at nighttime. Where am I going? So I was, you didn't tell me you're Daredevil, Matt. <laughs> that's it. I'm not gonna work with you anymore. We were meant to be lawyers. You, you lied. my best friend. You lied. Uncanny. You're blind. You still pick up all the girls. <laughs> yeah. She was meant to be mine. I went and got drinks with her. I drunk every night. Out of interest, though, Adrian. So you like Luke Cage? Yes. You like Daredevil? Uh, I liked... Yeah, I, I... Mainly what we were just playing out is why I fucking hate Daredevil. <laughs> it's foggy. Yeah, like yeah, okay. yeah. But, I mean, I like the character of Daredevil. I think he's really cool. Yeah. I um, liked the trailer from memory for Daredevil as well. You didn't like Jessica? Uh, I haven't watched Jessica. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the one... But Luke Cage is the thing I, I got most excited about. I actually was like, cool, I've got to watch... I've got to watch Luke Cage. Wow, okay. because that looks really interesting and exciting to me. For me, mm. it's, for me, it's the opposite. He's the least interesting character for me because he's just strong. Yes, yeah, sorry, I also meant. But he's got a good moral thing going on. They've written him yeah, well. More good moral. I'm, I'm like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it's good. That's what I mean. Like for me, it's like I'm not at sure, all interested sure. in Luke Cage, and the trailers made me really not interested in him. Mm. But it's Marvel and it's Netflix, and so far for me, I love Daredevil. He's super I love cool the Lord of Jessica, too. So I'm up for Luke Cage. You know, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt sure. with it. And for me, it's the same with Iron Fist. Like that, for the second one we just watched, I don't like as much the first one. I like the first one where it starts with a plane crash. The Iron but Fist looked like cheap to me and that weird tattoo on his chest. I was like, yeah, that looked like I a fucking so decal. Like it looks so shitty to me. And the like, glowing hand all looked shitty to me. Like okay. the production values in that trailer, like I was like, this looks weak. Okay. Yeah, I meant to say that that Iron Fist reminded me of Jessica Jones, not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I didn't like Jessica Jones. Yeah, I heard you and I being mean to Jessica Jones last week. Very sad. Very sad. Were we? Yeah. Well, you you were both saying, like, Nate was saying how he, he thought it was absolute garbage. He said it was a horrible... Which I just can't comprehend because it's so similar to Daredevil in quality. Oh, that's who was complaining about it. It just was... depends which character you, you prefer. Like, the writing's very similar in both of them. Right. And I know a lot of girls who just like Jessica Jones as their favorite TV show. Because Jessica Jones has better side yeah, characters. Yeah, Bethany likes... likes yeah, I think Jessica Jones is actually a better series overall than either of the yeah. Daredevils, but Daredevil has much better heights and I prefer his character. So it's like, in, in the way they're presenting it. In the, comics, the main character. In the yes, comics, yeah, Jessica yeah. Jones is a phenomenal character. Yeah. She's incredible. Um, anyway. All right, fair enough. Last right. one, Blue Jay. I threw this one in because I saw this trailer. Beautiful. Uh, and I really like it. Uh, yeah. This I is think, the Duplass I think, Brothers. I think we're, we're all holding hands by the end of that. <laughs> yeah, <we're laughs> Aren't we guys? Hands. 
Um, uh, sorry, who's in this movie? Name we got Mark Duplass. Um, um, Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. Um, and it's basically many. two ex. Like, we're guessing high school lovers who are then meeting up again when they're in their late thirties, maybe early mid thirties, mm-hmm. whatever. Late um, and sort of rekindling some of that and being nostalgic and talking about I mean, regret. Black hope. and white. Yeah, it looks that way. Yeah. I mean, and it looks very. It looks re- incredibly sincere. And the, it's a Netflix the, the movie. sort of experience. Mm. You know, it doesn't. My my fear about it is that it will be twee. My fear about it will it'll right. be like um, uh, uh, Francis uh, ha. Francis Ha. Right. Yeah. Which it's when I twee. saw when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, cool. And then I watched the film, and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake! Found it twee, Francis Ha. Yes, like overly sweet and like huh. right, like ugh. Because she's not a I sweet character though, Francis. No, no, the film. Like, oh, okay. Tonally and like what happened, like I can't even remember, but I remember just going, "Oh, fuck's sake!" Mm. You know what I mean? Like I felt a bit like oh, it was over the top. Over the I kind of I had the opposite with Alma, but I didn't get through it all. Um, right. Like, I, I I was watching it and I was just so annoyed with her character because I right. found her too purposefully ugly kind of thing. That I just, right. Like, I don't know. I can't remember her being down. ugly, but I remember hating it from about halfway through and yeah. like pushing myself to go through to the end. Yeah. Um. So my fear is that that that's what this will be like. Yeah. But on the tr- from the trailer itself, I they was like, this line. film is right up my alley. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the romantic in me is just like, yes, please. So we'll see. Yeah, it's interesting because they didn't... Uh, it was all... It was all very nostalgic and kind of fluffy, the trailer. But in a very beautiful and sincere way. It would be nice to... It'll be interesting to see what sort of darker elements come out in their relationship. Yeah. I think I think depending on, on one's own life experience, you'll yeah, either, totally. you'll yeah, either yeah. fucking hate this film or yeah, you'll love it. I, I think, think it'll be like, yeah, it's like the before films. It'll be like, Absolutely. If, if you watched Before Sunset at the wrong time in your life, it's not going to work for you. If yep. you watched Before Sunrise at the wrong time, it's we were talking about that yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. you got to watch those things exactly. The but right what time. I like about the before trilogy is like there's one for, every, for everyone, depending yeah. on where you're at. But it's like I, I sometimes will be like talking to someone or whatever, and I'll be like, "You should watch, um, you know, yeah. before <laughs> before midnight." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. you know, you should watch before sunrise. Yeah, just based off of their so conversation. Like, this one's on Netflix, right? Yep. I wonder how that works because I this feels like the sort of film I want to watch in a cinema, like mm-hmm. somewhere outside of my home, or like not with somebody I like. Or no, no. I, mean, I, I think with, you know. I thought it was a Netflix film. It's not just on Netflix. I oh, is it not? I don't know. I don't know. No, no, oh, I think okay. it's a Netflix studio film. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, no, Netflix, no. internet. Well, limited release on the 7th of October, which right. is just happened. Uh, comes out tomorrow on Netflix on the internet. So the day the podcast goes up, today. Yeah. Oh. Getting a Netflix. Holy right. shit, but you'll be able to see it at the cinema, right? For a limited, this has got a limited release, which I think is what Netflix are done with any of their mm. films. That's the most they can hope for. They're not going to get like nationwide. I'd love to see that on a big screen. Get Where a VR you? headset. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, and quick, we're going to do the box office before we go into our topic of the week. The podcast has gone longer than normal. <laughs> hey, we're back. Yeah. That is normal. Uh, number 20, Finding Dory. Number 19, The Secret Life of Pets. Number 18, When the Bow Breaks. Number 17, Premam. Anyone? Number 16, Sausage Party. Number 15, Blair Witch. Mm. Number 14, Snowden. 
Number 13, Tamro's friend and Bridget Jones's baby. Number 12, Suicide... <laughs> I'm talking about the baby. Number 12, Suicide Squad. Number 11, Don't Breathe. Number 10, Queen of... Katwe. Number 9, Mastermind. Really Number 8, yeah, Sully. Number 7, Middle School, colon, The Worst Years of My Life. They and I talked about that last week. Number 6, The Birth of a Nation. Uh, the guy Tamro is currently uh, renting his Airbnb from... Um, his his best friend is one of the main actors in Birth of a Nation. Wow. And uh, he was a bit worried about how it's all going to do with all the controversy. Yep. Mm. Number five, Storks. Number four, The Magnificent Seven. Number three, Deep Water Horizon. And that director's got another film about to come out in like a month. It's very mm. strange. Number two, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. And number one, The Girl on the Train. I actually wrote down when I was driving what you guys said was going to happen this week. And I've forgotten it because I'm a failure. Yeah, I can't remember either. I think you probably said that. Uh, I think I got the whole top 20 correct. I think you got every single one right. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Alex, Nate. Thank Do, you. Just try harder. Yes. Try Thank you. harder. So, guys, to close out a podcast, and this could be lengthy, it could be swift. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, we just wanted to very quickly talk about some of our favorite films of the year, some of our favorite video games, some of the stuff that we really hated, some of the stuff we know we have to see and we just haven't got around to doing it yet. Um, just so we can collectively see where we're at so we can help you know maybe help nudge each other in direction of some cool little things and nudge each other away from certain things uh, who wants to start on this discussion I've got a list of some stuff well should we start with, uh, with topics first like so we're not all just like chucking out things from different yeah I think we're going to start with, fields, with recommended like, films of the year films stuff, stuff we've seen right. that we liked okay. this year that might be in contention to be on our collective company list of Great. best films of the year okay Alex you got a list Yep. I've got a list. Are you guys just going to throw a few things when you bring Yeah, yeah, sure. Yep. Cool. Do you want to start or shall I start? Shh, uh, you start. Go for it. Shh. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> you start. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite films of the year was The Nice Guys. Uh, it was probably the most fun I've had in the cinema this entire year. I thought it was smart. It was snappy. Shane Black's fucking awesome. It did everything he's done a million times before. But for me, possibly, possibly the best. That he's done it. Like mm-hmm. it was Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, it's Lethal Weapon, it's Iron Man 3, it's all that stuff. Um, love it. Loved it. I've seen it three times now. Yeah. Uh, funny, I was talking about this with Bethany this afternoon. And actually, I think this is one of the, f- this is probably the, the film that I've recommended the most to people this year. Uh, partly because it was such a surprise to me. Um, because it, it kind of came out of nowhere. Suddenly, R- Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling were everywhere promoting it like a week before it came out. Um, and then I watched it and was just so surprised at their chemistry, the, the pacing of the film. It's genuinely funny. Um, it's great. It's good fun. It's a, a good fun film. I mean, and I haven't seen it, but like on the surface, apart from the quality of the actors or actors, um, yes, there are multiple actors. I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking of Russell Crowe and some things I love him, some things I hate him. He can be great. Yeah, he can be great. But apart from those two names, you go. That's a shit film. You know, if you like, if you look at the poster or you look at the cover, yeah, you know. It's not going to work. Yeah, it's, this is going to be like, I don't know, what, 21 Jump Street. I don't know, some mm-hmm. bad film. No, it's not at all like that. But I mean, do, you, do you know, but that's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, the impression you, you get. That's the impression you get. No, it's um, really so hearing smart. you guys rave about it makes me, oh, okay. It's really smart. It's got a great flair. It just feels completely refreshing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. for me, it's my favorite blockbuster of the year, even though it's not you know, a hundred million dollar movie. It's, you sure. know, expensive enough for me to consider it a blockbuster. Um, it's just so much fun. And I was saying this to Tamro uh, and some of the other people I haven't yesterday. What I think so smart about it is 
Shane Black writes things the opposite way around. So like normally like you you have your story and then you push your characters as you're writing it to like how do we get them to do this thing we need them to do and then this thing that we need them to do and you normally in blockbusters will get your characters to do make dumb decisions because they've got to get to the next plot point and instead with the nice guys and I haven't really gone back and checked this theory in his other films if he's always done this or not but it's definitely on purpose the nice guys the characters make the sane right decision all the time Mm -hmm. they do what you would do they wimp out of stuff and get scared and like i use this example and this isn't a spoiler because it's a tiny vertical slice but use an example of like they get into a lift to go up to try and stop someone from getting killed by someone and then the doors open and then there's like gunfire going off and blood everywhere and people screaming and they just like hit the down button again (laughs) and go like back down and then get in the car and, and in your head you're like as a movie writer what happens now? Because they just opted out of the movie. Mm. And what he does is he lets them always make the real decision, and but then the world is surreal. So the world is constantly throwing them back into the story. So they'll do that, and then someone falls from the, from the window and lands on their car, pushing them back into the story again. I mean, that is how a screenwriting should be, but no film does that quite right. Yeah, like not many people do it. Like yeah. not many people do it. And if you do do it, you have to be, yeah, your world's going to be a bit surreal. And this is a surreal movie, but that's part of the fun of it. I mm-hmm. love, love it. Yeah. yeah, I'm keen. I'm going to take the DVD Definitely home. Mm-hmm. That too. What else you got? Uh, another one I've got is 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yep. The J.J. Abrams Cloverfield world. Pseudo kind of sequel. sequel. Not, but. Um, this spiritual sequel. Yeah, great. Uh, yeah, great film. I, what I realized when I was coming, Paramount going film. going through this list today, is that there's been no film this year that has completely blown away, or that I felt is close to perfect. There's yep. there's been fault in all the ones that I have really liked. There's been things that I agree that I would fault. I have yet to have. Unless we're counting some of the ones early, and I was going to bring this up, like there's a bunch of really early because you were looking through the list, going, oh, "Did this film really come out this year?" And like, yeah, technically, yeah. it did. We included it in our last year's route of films, mm-hmm. so like films like The Revenant, The Hateful Eight, Room, yeah. Spotlight for some people. Technically, they came out in a lot of regions, including America, at the beginning of this year. But we're not really mm. counting them in our yeah. last year, just so we're clear, because we talked about them a year ago. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Ten Cloverfield Lane, crazy weird pseudo sequel. Um, I loved it. I mean, it, it it wasn't again wasn't perfect, had its faults, but I mean, I just loved the whole premise that being set in that whole basement and just seeing these three characters interact and 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 unravel. I'm asking if you've seen it. You seen it? What what movie? Tank Tank Field Lane. Lane? No, not yet. Okay. Al. Yeah, highly recommend. I really like it. It's a really good little pot boiler. It's a sort of yeah. Hitchcockian sort of film. Totally. Um, I've tried it out on a few pe- different people with different tastes in films. Everyone gets something out of it. Some people like other elements of it more than others. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Uh, I personally like all of it a lot. Everybody. Yeah, and I feel you could go into this without knowing the whole Cloverfield. Yeah, you mythology. don't need to know anything about it. It's actually kind of more confusing because as we found out later, yeah, they yep. didn't intend for it to actually be a tie-in originally and that's mm-hmm. kind of disappointing. Well, which is kind of the point though. No. That's what, but that's, they, they now, um, like the Jack Reacher film, right? The new one? Mm-hmm. It's not called Jack Reacher 2 or something like that. It's just Jack Reacher and then some other name. No, I know, but and it's so just... so the whole point is to sell it to anyone so that people don't go, yeah, oh, but a... I won't see it, I haven't seen the first one, you know? No, 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 absolutely no. I'm with that completely. And I love it being a different, basically, genre, essentially, as a mm. sequel. Like, it's something I've always wanted from sequels to do something different, but set in the same world. Mm. The problem is it's not really set in the same world. It actually breaks a lot of the rules, which, it, not the rules, but like, 
a lot of the, the, the things that were so up. easy to tie this film into Cloverfield and not complicate it not make it more like yeah. obvious so easy just a couple of sentences and it's so easy and they don't do that they seem to purposely not do that and when you read the interviews later you find it actually it was a stock script and they just added in the Cloverfield stuff at the last second essentially uh, mm. which is disappointing because it's one of those things where you want to be like that's so cool they had the balls to go with a different genre for a sequel and it's not they just took something off the shelf and then retooled it right. and didn't even really bother doing that properly yeah I mean we came out of it and I think even once we went our separate ways, we were messaging each other, trying to kind of trying join to piece the dots. it together. <laughs> and then you read an interview and you go, "Oh, it's the point." Yeah, they didn't like, bother. So why the fuck should? <laughs> but still, a really good film in it. So Brilliant it's film, right? Uh, Al, um, another one. I'm going to throw out. Where to invade next? The new Michael Moore documentary. I, um, I really, really like this. I have problems with Michael Moore because he's obviously agenda based. Uh, he doesn't make documentaries. Um, and he's very smug and he has to pander to a wider audience, but that's fine. Whatever you have to do to reach the most amount you know, of people to try and affect Did them. you say he's a genderist or what? He's, he's a gender-based. Dr- he's a gender-driven film. He doesn't make documentaries at all because they're all... He has an opinion oh, and he's oh, trying sorry. to convince you. Agenda. Agenda. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. I thought you were saying gender. And I'm no, like, no, no. What? <laughs> Agenda. Yeah. Did we see it together in the, the video? You saw half of it. Yeah. yeah. I was showing it to you and my dad. Um, then I fell asleep because I was jet-lagged. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, really good really really good the first mm-hmm. half is definitely better than the second half but essentially about him going around the world finding different customs and laws and social it's slightly one-sided though isn't it like, it's like agenda based the... yeah. yeah yeah, that's what I mean like he's not picking like he's not and he makes a point a couple of times but he's not trying to say this country is perfect he's saying this thing they do is amazing yeah, and we should be yeah, learning yeah, from this yeah. and this thing's amazing we should be learning from this and a whole bunch of them actually go back to actually America came up with some of these ideas but then we abandoned them mm. uh, it's really, really good. Genuinely. If you can just get around the Michael Morishness of it and just like the stuff they're actually talking about, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Next. Uh, yeah, do you want me to go? Yeah, you just looked a little frightened. <laughs> no, 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 I was just sort of thinking. Uh, and this this next one for me is a perfect example of a film that I really liked, but that just was missing the f- final ingredient, and that's The Witch. Um, I really liked... The Witch. Yep. The Blair Witch. No, 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 the witch, <laughs> the vitch, the v v itch, the v v itch. Which you should go to a doctor if you've got, <laughs> you've got the v v itch. Uh, conceptually, I thought it was a great idea um, for a horror film. I thought it was beautifully shot. However, there were just elements of it that were too English, too re- well, too revealing. If that's yeah. the right way of putting it, as far as what was haunting them and what wasn't and all this sort of stuff. Um, but I still really enjoyed it. Okay. We went yeah. to see this one together in a double bill with Hail Caesar, didn't we? That's right, yeah. Um, yeah, I wasn't really a fan of it. I was expecting to like it and I, I appreciated how it was made, but I didn't really like it. Because yeah, like I say, I felt it was stuck between two things and mm-hmm. it didn't do either of them that well. It did have Finchie in it though. It did have Finchie in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to... Th- I had Finchie. Yeah. That's what Finchie he's named after in, the, the, in the Dark Souls Prepare to Try video. He's named from Finchie in the English office. Yeah. Oh, he's, I he's got in, you. Okay. In, yeah, oh, is that where they get that name from? Yeah. Oh. Everyone go watch Prepare to Try. It's fantastic. Prepare to Try is great. It's a good playthrough of... Um, Dark, Dark Souls. Dark Souls, thanks. Did you prefer the Dark, the Dark Souls 3 one to the original one or do you think the original one was better? I think the th- the, th- the, th- the the three one is really good yeah. because they've got their groove. Yeah, you know, they know good, what like, they're pop doing when they're like jumping into people's reactions to stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they got it became a bit slicker. 
Um, I'm going to throw in Richard Linklater's new film, Everybody Wants Some. Um, the sort of spiritual success of The Dazed and Confused, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, this didn't hit all those marks. I had a few problems with it. I wasn't that keen on the lead character. Um, and uh, I've forgotten some of my problems with this movie now. I think, no. I can remind you if you like. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, my main problems re- revolved around the main, the lead actor, not, yeah. not even the character. And uh, well, may, uh, maybe it is the character. Anyway, whoever's fault it was, whether it's Linklater's or his, the arc didn't make sense, and and you felt like they were like putting this thing on top of the character at the end of the film, mm-hmm. and it, he didn't have the didn't have the charisma or the power to carry the film. I think, which was yeah. the main issue, which is in dazed and confused. Apart from it, like focusing on different groups in a bigger way, um, you know, the, the kid had something that yeah, you, you, he's very you, empathetic. Yeah, totally. Whereas this guy, I was like, oh, can we go back to the cool guy with the moustache because yeah, yeah. you're boring the tits off me. But luckily, you do quite often go back to the other people. So yeah, so. but it's not about them. Yeah, and I felt like it was meant to be about this other guy, but the other guy just doesn't have it. You know, okay. and I felt it was. This film, unlike a lot of, see, a lot of like, I mean, Linklater and a lot of people would argue Linklater's films are self-indulgent, um, and I think, I think, sure, but often I take something away from them. Mm-hmm. Whereas this film, for me, I didn't take anything away from it. I felt like it was a, an art house frat film, and that's yeah. how I kind of pitch it to people. I go, if you're going to watch a frat film, watch this one because it's artfully done. Yeah, but. Otherwise, it's not covering any new territory or investigating anything other than what you can see in any other fucking no, t- I agree. titty frat film I've ever seen, you know. I agree. It's just fun. Like, it's just fun. And I was always the hard sell with Dazed and Confused for people. It's, yeah, exactly that. Dazed and Confused is an art house frat film. But it feels like it's saying stuff. It has more commentary than this one did. Yeah, it feels um, more connected to something. And maybe it's because of my experiences not growing up in America. Mm-hmm. It seemed in the Q&A because we watched it um, with the Q&A afterwards and people were really responsive saying, you know, that really speaks to my experience yeah. in college. Whereas for me, as, as a foreigner, as someone who didn't come through the American you know, system, I, it didn't resonate to me at all. I felt like that's something from the movies they were talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, was just, I still just found it a, a ton of fun. Like, I still just enjoyed it as a movie. Well, I was just disappointed. I wasn't really disappointed with it as a, you know, sort of sequel to Days and Confused because I didn't really see how you could capture that. I felt sure. like I felt like they did pretty much as well as you could in trying to recapture the same sort of feel and the same sort of beats, but it's never going to yeah, obviously work as well. And it didn't. If the lead character, yeah, had been written better and played better, then I think... Yeah, if it, someone it tracked their performance better, yep. then potentially it would have been a different film for me. I still really enjoyed it, though. Uh, anyone else more movies yes I should add Linklater is one of my favourite directors as well so. yeah what you got Midnight Special Ooh. Michael Shannon um, and Joel Edgerton I think yes and 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 Kylo Ren Kylo Ren he's in it um, with the helmet wearing his glasses and the helmet mm-hmm. um, <laughs> both double protection yeah I really enjoyed this film again it still falls into that cat- like that that place of Flawed. Flawed. Um, I think we talked about it uh, and the fact that it starts basically in the second act. Yeah, I like that. I actually like to start in the second act, but they then don't make that work. That's they the don't make it work because then there's a whole chunk that's expositional where they explain everything that happened before yep. the movie starts. Yeah. Um, but in the same time, it had a real charm and soul to it that 
for me, reflected very strongly with Close Encounters. Yeah. Um, and he's a great director. It's the guy who did Take Shelter, which I really yeah. love. He also did Mud. Um, so, like, yeah, I was hoping for more from this, but I did really yeah. enjoy it still. I thought the same way as you, I think. I thought this was a really good, solid film, but I was hoping it was going to be a magical, like, yeah, that's, yeah. Like, that's the best film of the year kind of film. And I mean, I, and I, I, I particularly enjoyed that the the sort of themes that it that it explored of of faith versus versus science basically yep and and where where you place your faith and and you know how far you're willing to go for it that was kind of interesting and that was a kind of cool ending I think yeah I thought it was a brave ending kind of ballsy yeah totally ballsy lots of balls Uh, (laughs) Tamara do you have any movies you want to talk about this year I think the wind will the the wind (laughs) the wind will what the wind will massacre (laughs) it will massacre the wind will massacre it's about a tornado sort of hurricane Uh, is that a sequel to Twister yeah it is other than shamelessly promoting your own films Tamara is there anything you've seen this year that you but like I'm excited about those films coming out later this year like well, you've seen la la land yeah la la land was amazing i mean it's per- it's it's just just so enjoyable mm-hmm. and i rarely watch a movie twice but that one i really want to see again cool yeah yeah i'm looking forward you convinced me on that one i'm looking forward to uh the not uh, no not the not the net korean movie i saw at the tiff as well was really moving is that a remake really of good. the sound of bullock the net movie from not quite. <laughs> Nearly. <laughs> it's yeah. such a good story because it's just about this um, fisherman from North Korea uh, crosses the border to South Korea by mistake and he wants to go back to North Korea because he's got he, his family but uh, the South Korea government cannot uh, really do that because he's seeing so many things in South Korea. So it's just a just yeah, really okay. yeah, good story. Yeah, Good ironically, premises. probably will be remade in two years' time with Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I lead. think so. <laughs> um, okay, I got a few more. I got a few more too. Good. What was good? Loving. Oh, that's ah, the... loving. I'm going to uh, going to see that tomorrow night. Um, with Joel Edgerton again, and he's hmm. doing a Q and A after. Oh, where at? Um, Landmark Theatre. Cool. Could probably get you. So Justin works. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll look into it. Cool. But I think it'll be like fifteen bucks. Okay. Don't worry, we don't want to come. It's fine. Do you guys want to come? I'll no, probably get fine. you tickets too. No, don't worry. It's not it. out yet, though, is it? No, it's an advanced screening. Do you guys want to come? It's fine. It's fine. Joel Edgerton. Q and A afterwards. Uh, Australian. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. um, I've got a film or two. Please chuck one in. Um, so I only really can remember films that I've seen in the last month. So. I saw, surprisingly, I saw, um, well, not surprisingly, I mean, it's, maybe it's surprising to you that I saw it, but I saw um, The Magnificent Seven. Oh, that is surprising. Yeah, the, the re... Mm. The Chris re, Pratt. The redo, yeah. I like and that, And it was fun. Yeah? It was good. I was really? Like, I'm really surprised. Yeah. Like, I was worried they'd try and reinvent the wheel or something or make a new film out the of it or whatever, but, but they did... Great, thanks. <laughs> they, they, did a, they did a great job, I thought. Like... I was on it like the whole way. I was like, great, this is fun. This is like Robin Hood, Western Robin Hood kind of vibe. And but there are seven of them. Yeah, but you know, he's Merry Men. Uh, yeah, yeah. Denzel Washington plays Robin Hood and, mm-hmm. and yeah. there's the Merry Men. Right. Plays the Merry Men. Yeah. yeah, like it's actually now that I made that analogy, I'm like, shit, it is pretty much what that film was. <laughs> yeah. You know, the bad guy's bad and the goodies are good and there's lots of guns and shooting and stuff and that's cool. I know Katie and... Mm-hmm. Um, Justin and Ellen went to see it last week. They hated it. 
Uh, no, I don't think they hated it. They were just like, yeah, that's fine. Exactly. Like it was a it was a movie and it did what movies are meant to do. Cool. So that Hateful Eight was also this year, wasn't it? Technically, yeah. So there's seven and there's eight for the yep. Westerns. So that like the sexy nine. Yeah. Is that the one you're gonna gonna make? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, and the, the Dirty Dozen will be out. Oh, oh very good. Very, very good, sir. Mm. Right. And the 7-Eleven. Mm. Um, Alex, you got another one? And Sixth Sense. Um, <laughs> Captain America, Civil War. There he is. Had to also say. Also known it. as Spidey. Spidey debut. <laughs> uh, well, not debut. But yeah, proper Marvel debut. debut. Yeah. Um, yeah, loved it. This made me realize that the Captain America series, under the... Marvel Umbrella are my favorite films of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're the most. I think they're the best. I think they're the most Have you seen sophisticated. The <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh no, I've seen one of them. I don't even remember which one. Maybe the second one. Okay. I'm just joking. Um, yeah, but I feel like they're the most sophisticated. Most. I don't know. I, I, I've enjoyed all of them. Winter Soldier's probably my favorite. Favorite Marvel favorite. film. Favorite. Favorite Marvel film? Possibly. Maybe just ah. under Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Guardians is definitely Yeah, Guardians. Um, but yeah, Civil War I thought was great. Um, you know, there was the fear that it was just going to be... I don't know. I thought... I, I was worried that it wasn't going to work because obviously Marvel don't have all of its characters and then they had the shot of like five versus five running on the tarmac and I thought, eh, is it going to really have that kind of impact? Is it going to be interesting? Um but I thought it was brilliant. And Spidey's obviously in it, so it yeah. wins. Yeah, it's on my list as well. Like, I, I think it, I, I think thematically it doesn't work. I think as a Civil War film, it's a failure. Yeah. But as an entertaining movie, it's great fun. Totally. It's not as personal as Winter Soldier. So yeah, I think Winter Soldier is a better personal film. Yep. Um, but this one has some of the greatest action scenes like ever shot, just ever shot. And like the sort of splash page of the first time Spidey's in the battle on the Apple yeah. thing is just phenomenally well, well constructed. Um, yeah. And it was a nice sort of change of pace for Marvel, and this is, might be a spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, um, to not finish with a completely big CGI. Yeah, um, it's a better ending battle. than Winter Soldier by because far. Because it's mm. much better it's ending. So, yeah, on the two. I agree, I agree. Does that put some faith into the Defenders? What are they yeah, I think so, yeah. I have faith for Defenders anyway. I think yeah, I made that work. Yeah. I think I made that work. Uh, my only thing with it was, it was, it was. I think it's the first Marvel film where you have to see other Marvel films. Mm-hmm. I think they've always done a good job of meaning you didn't have to, but with Civil War, it's really confusing. Have yeah. you guys seen the YouTube? I, I found it quite confusing, but I thought it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Harry was playing uh, Captain America and... Uh, Who? Hillary Clinton. Right. It's Captain America's body with the head of Hillary and uh, Donald Trump's head on the... Uh, what? Winter Soldier. Tony Stark. <laughs> oh yeah, God. Tony Stark. Oh. It, it, Makes me like video. Tony Stark yeah. more than I already don't like him. <laughs> Excellent sentences. You're a Excellent Trump supporter? What? I don't know. I don't know what he's trying to secretly tell us. Go Trump. Um, go, go Trump. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna, we're going to run out of time so I'm just going to rally through very quickly some of my other favourites uh, there's a film called Bang Gang which came from France which I really liked it's about these teenagers who um, sounds very French yeah. yeah it's about these teenagers this girl really likes this guy she doesn't know how to get him basically to be her boyfriend so awkwardly and he goes off to have sex with her friend so awkwardly at this party she kind of instigates a spin the bottle thing but makes it much more sexual and it turns into this sort of gang bang club um, so French that spins out of control and becomes quite dark um 
Deadpool, I really enjoyed. <laughs> Deadpool. Um, it's, you know, it's massively flawed, but it's a lot of fun, I think. Mm. Um, anyone wants to jump in, feel free. But. Yep. Um, controversially, I really like the Neon Demon. I'm about to watch it again. Uh, most people hated it. Uh, Adrian watched that, actually. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it with you. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, you know how I feel about it, I think. Um, I thought there was moments of brilliance, and then I thought there was moments of idiocy. And yeah, like gratuitous pointless shit that i'm like well what are you what are you actually fucking saying with this film yeah and that was my major problem with it like there are moments where i'm like this is beautiful and amazing and artful and well executed and then there's moments of like but what are you doing now yeah no i agree with that yeah but for that, me it was interesting was really enough frustrating to, i think me. it was also just it came in a year where there hasn't been many interesting films for me so I was sure like, i'd rather see an interesting mess right now than sure a competently made boring sure film. sure sure um, Ingrid Bergman in her own words is probably my favourite documentary of the year it blew me away I don't really know anything about Ingrid Bergman I went because Katie's a big fan of the oldie films and I was like okay let's go and show you see something different that I don't really want to see and I was expecting just to be bored the entire thing and it was magical like it's so magical she like kept there's, it's, it's literally there's only maybe two interviews so it's very documentary it's not really agenda based it's literally from her own diaries and her notes and her letters that she wrote and it's a beautiful insight into how Hollywood was in the old golden age um, and how fucked up it still was and and very honest portrayal of her. Like, she was a very quite selfish person and it's really interesting, like, genuinely. Cool. I don't think anyone listening to this or even around this table would think, oh, yeah, all right, I want to go watch the Ingrid Bergman documentary. <laughs> I do on the back of that. I do. Seriously. It's really I do different. tours about bloody the golden age oh, of Hollywood. Of course, yeah. I'd love yeah, to find out more. Mm. It's genuinely a magical film and really inspiring if mm. you want to make movies. Hmm. Um... And my last one from my list, I think that I'm going to highlight is Popstar, Never Stop, Never Stopping, which... Actually, uh, that was good fun. I I've saw seen that. it three times and I love it. I didn't see really? it three times, but I liked it. I absolutely loved it. I kind of like it more every time I watch it. I think it's, it's the most I've laughed in a long time. Wow. Yeah, it, it was It was very funny. It was good. I've, I've fit, what I've figured out is because I don't like musicals very much. And I don't really like comedies, but I really love musical comedies. <laughs> wow. I really do. Um, yeah. That's most of my favorite films at the moment. Just going to drop in some favorite TV, Stranger Things. Totally on board on that train. Everyone's going crazy about it. Um, and The Night Of. Strangers on the Train. Yep. No. no. The Night Of. Riz Ahmed, John Turturro, HBO. Fuck. That is some good TV. That's the next one I'm watching. Hmm. Yeah. It's the only one I'm making room for. It's The Night Of. Yeah. It's like 10 episodes, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Good. I saw a really frustrating film the other day, uh, The Light Between Two Oceans. I was talking about a little earlier. Um, and it was meant to be flagged for like a potential Oscar winning film. You know, it's got mm-hmm. Michael Fassbender and what, what's her name in it? Anyway, great performances, but just poorly executed. Like, and a really cool premise that just didn't... Didn't work. It's just this plodding mess. The trailer looked nice for that. Yeah, 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 it looks... And it was shot beautifully, but just really frustrating film. One of those films that you're like, what happened in the editing room? Yeah. How did you, how did you fuck it up like that? Anyway. That's a shame. It was, it was frustrating. I really uh, want to watch the new Louis C.K.'s TV series. No, web yeah. series. Oh, yeah. Horace and, um, style, yeah. Horace and something. Pete or something. Yeah. Horace and Pete, that's it. I just downloaded them, so Sounds we should, awesome. we should get yeah, watching yeah. it. Yeah, I had no idea about that. And Tamara suddenly said, he's got a whole web series up yeah. on his website. And like, yeah, that he was like, he made himself. And then I think yeah. he, uh, he was on Conan or something like that, one of those shows. And Conan was like, so you're selling that's the first episode out, yeah. for $5. The next one for two dollars, and then the third one for three dollars. Why? And he's like, yeah, just because I can. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, um, 
and then I would just wanted to say one thing. If you Please. get a chance and you're a fan of music, uh, this is I, and I don't like music documentaries at all. Never have really. One more time with feeling is fantastic. It's uh, about Nick Cave. This may not appeal to American audiences. I don't know because Nick Cave isn't such a big name here, but definitely in the UK and Australia, um, oh, it's such a touching film. Such a beautiful, beautiful documentary. Okay. Um, and, and then once you've seen the film go listen to the album and oh my god anyway uh, I found it really a powerful powerful film cool. um, and made me just go wow wow cool um, yeah the films I've still like got and I've got to watch just a bunch of these I've got in the other room Swiss Army Man yep. Green Room that would be the best that. horror film of the year it. Snowden I want to see Kicks is going to be incredible Cemetery of Splendor The Other Side Embrace of the Serpent and Night of Cups they're the ones I'm still like listed up yeah I'm the same Knight of Cups and um, uh, uh, Swiss Army Man. Was what it's called? Yeah, yeah, Swiss, Swiss Army, Army Man for sure. That's one I've got to see. Um, Alex, what did you hate this year? If you got a couple, so I've got uh, I've got disappointments, awful and worst. Oh Jesus! Okay, so my disappointments: Batman vs Superman. Right. Okay. Uh, Majorly disappointed. Really liked Man of Steel. The only. Um, Redeeming things about BVS, as the fans call it, uh, was the surprising turn of Ben Affleck as Batman. Mm. Awesome. Killed it. Look excited for his film, The Batman. Um, <laughs> the Batman. <laughs> we were talking about this the other day, though, where I was saying Batman v Superman seemed like such a disappointment at the time, but the further this, the summer went on and the more blockbusters I saw, the better that film There you felt. go. Totally agree with that. Um, Wonder Woman was great. Okay, in Batman vs Superman, but then obviously the Wonder Woman trailer came out, and I was like, "Fuck, that is going to be cool." So we'll see. We'll see. Um, so, but so that was a major disappointment. I just, it just, I don't know. It was just a mess to me. I actually preferred it to to Man of Steel, but it's certainly a mess. Yeah. So, but again, I'm all for messes right okay. now because there's so many competently made bad films. Um, another major, major disappointment is Blair Witch. Ooh. Oh my God, was I disappointed. Uh, huge Blair Witch Project fan. Um, went to like an advanced screening when it first came out with a friend of mine, uh, Nick. You got um, a friend? Yeah, I got a friend, one friend back in Australia. Because uh, this was before I met Adrian when, when I had two friends. Um, yeah, completely bought into the mythology and the incredibly intelligent um, internet marketing campaign they did. Um, I'd never seen a found footage film at that point, so I completely bought into it. I was like, this is great, it's real, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't, still loved it. Book of Shadows came out. Um, I'll say something about that in a sec. Blair Witch suddenly comes out of nowhere this year. The trailer comes out. I'm super excited. It looked It looked fun. But boy, was I disappointed. It was like just that. I mean, the, the, the way that I have been thinking about it is similar to what Force Awakens did in that it just recreated the same beats. Like Force Awakens created and re- replayed basically the same beats of A New Hope. Right, okay. Um, but did it in a way that was still enjoyable and entertaining and honest to the world. Whereas this felt... Like it tried to expand on the mythology slightly, but for a found footage film, it felt way too forced, mm-hmm. way too deliberate, um, way too clean. And, 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 and there was a part of me that was like, okay, well now it's in a modern context. So 
people have access to handheld cameras that are HD and you can get stuff to look really crisp and sharp and cinematic. Um, but still, it, it just had no kind of real soul to it. And I hated it. I hated it. Five, five minutes in, I was like, this sucks. I'm not going to enjoy this. And I didn't. Yeah. How would you think of it? <laughs> I'm, I don't know. Like, I want to see it with Haruka. It's hard to talk about it without getting spoilers. That's the problem. Sorry that. if I just spoiled everything. It's no, you didn't. Sucked. You just spoiled that it sucked. Yeah. Um, which I think you're right. It's really, it's confusing. I find it confusing. Like, I sat down and it's like, yeah, like I've said before on this podcast, I used to watch every found footage film. So I've seen like 98% of them are garbage. And this one's better than most. Like, it mm-hmm. is. Yeah, is fair. it better than most to get cinema? No. But it's better than most found footage films for sure. Um, but they always kind of affect me anyway because I normally watch them by myself with headphones and you can have the worst found footage film but just because it's found footage yeah, you feel in just tense immediately it's like playing a bad horror game you know in first person you're just immediately tense because you're interacting with it a bit more mm-hmm. kind of thing um, this one me and Haruka saw it I'll tell you what there was a guy sitting in front of us with his girlfriend and he was screaming throughout the entire <laughs> film and hiding behind his hands and yelping and jumping out of his seat and like it was really entertaining and so by the end, we both sort of turned to each other and said, like, I wasn't, like, it was weird. I wasn't scared at all at any point. And she mm. said, no, me neither. And we're like, well, this guy clearly was. So it works yeah. for some people, I guess. And potentially if he then went and watched Blair Witch Project, it wouldn't work for him because you literally see nothing in that movie. Yeah. Um, and that's what I was thinking after. was like, I don't think you can make a good sequel to Blair Witch because mm-hmm. you can't do the same thing again. Yeah. You can't show nothing. And by showing stuff, you just make it tacky sort yeah. of thing. Which is, I'm fine with. So I went in with, look, I know they're going to show more stuff. And I know they, and I'm kind of fine with that. That's cool. But it has to be entertaining then. And all the characters are dumb. All the characters are stereotypical. Like, yeah. For no split seconds. Yeah, I went in. I saw the original one, as I've talked a million times before. Like when it first came out in like 10 cinemas, 100% thought it was real. There's no possible part of Blair Witch where you could believe anyone was real. Yeah. <laughs> like it's all so scripted and so dumb. Like you could, um, they felt like they were all out of a Gap catalog. Yeah, no, it was ridiculous, and it, and they have a good cinematographer involved with this film. That's mm-hmm. why yeah, it feels what you're saying. Um, yeah, and then they just go <laughs> same thing. Agent's drawing a eyelash on a paper, so it's very confusing. Um, and then there's uh, yeah, they just go through the same beats of the Blair Witch Project, like you're saying, which is really frustrating because like well, I've and, seen all this. Yeah, and in a way, because of that, it felt rushed and predictable like yeah it was just like yeah he's yeah. pushing through to get to the same point that the last one ended at yeah i agree spoiler alert but but then it does it throws in a few new bits of mythology mm-hmm. there's a greek mythology thing that's thrown in to yeah. do with medusa which i kind of like that idea and then yeah. they don't use it properly um there's a kind of a weird time loop thing to do with how time moves within the spaces with which is which i kind of like as well but i don't really use that properly mm-hmm. other than some crazy dude running around yeah. with bad makeup yeah. on there's only totally one bad you look the same <laughs> there was only one good accent for me in the whole film which is the girl with blue hair and she's sadly not around totally that much in the film not yep. saying for what reasons but she kind of comes and goes um yeah, I was just confused. And there's bits where you walk, they're walking through the forest and they're walking on a track. Yeah. And you can see the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that irritated me. And they're like, no me. one's been here. <laughs> yeah, and it's like... And, and it's just really confused with like, there's bits where you hear like these sounds of like huge footsteps and stuff and like yeah. trees seem to be falling over. And I thought I was watching Troll Hunter for a second. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's going... How big is this? Which and like you're hearing... Like, like, what's oh. Troll Hunter? That sounds cool. Troll Hunter's cool. It's a it's Norwegian cool. yeah. found footage That's comedy fun. horror film. Uh, it's more of a horror film if you come from Norway 
because they're genuinely like trolls are baked into their mythology and mm. you're scared of them if you're from the west it's kind of just a comedy um but it's really good it's good fun simple but good um better than this yeah and yeah that you know some of those soundscapes i thought oh that's really cool because they're you know they're kind of revisiting some of the sounds of of the first one which were terrifying but then yeah just some of those additions like the big footsteps was like oh, well well, it didn't make any sense illusion, yeah. i didn't know what they're trying to say then without going into spoilers about what actually happens but and i get i get the understand like you were saying it's a sequel so you have to bring in sort of new elements but the beauty of the the first one was yes you hear all these things in the night and you don't necessarily know if it's just the sound of the woods or if it's something supernatural or if it's someone pranking them but it's the terror of seeing these three people crack well, and like break and you don't see that yeah at all in this this was my big point with it like saying to haruka afterwards like my big point with it it's really the director's fault this mm. film i think and i do i'm not and i've said before i'm not a fan of adam wingard i don't i didn't enjoy the guests and i didn't enjoy um vhs your next um yeah he did a bit of vhs uh which was fun um but the problem is is like with blair witch project the reason why it works is other than you know the millions of reasons of they actually thought some of those things were happening and all that stuff mm-hmm. but camera wise the reason why it works is because they will peer out and they'll use the frame and they'll look into the woods and they're using the torchlight for it and they're just staring in one direction for ages and you're just scanning the darkness for a long time trying to see if you can see anything yeah. and that build of tension whereas in this the camera's just fucking all over the place all yeah. the time like it holds itself maybe twice to use frame in an intelligent way and it's almost always and he does it way too much just for a loud jump scare where it's like quiet 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 mm. and then ah! someone yeah, just yeah. like jumps up in front of the camera and then literally the the actor will turn around why the fuck do you keep doing that and you're like yes why the fuck do you keep mm. doing that like how cheap do you have to be why don't they like why don't you hear them running up why don't no they just constantly appear yeah that and was it's actually really it's funny that you bring that up because one of the sort of more unsettling shots for me was when they perched the camera on the tree and it was just staring back at the tent. Yeah. And there was a bit where it was just fixed on it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, then you have that same moment of the tension of just staring into the darkness. Like, That's why paranormal activity out. worked. Exactly. was because you had that frame and you had the emptiness of the door and it's about how you're using your, your negative space. And mm. he doesn't know how to use negative space, yeah. which is makes it fall apart. So as I said, I've mentioned Book of Shadows. So I came out of that very, very disappointed. And then suddenly I just had this image come into my head book of shadows of them dancing around the fire having an <laughs> <Yeah>. orgy <laughs> like that's where they took that's where they took that. Blair Witch 2 yeah it's better than Blair Witch 2 I'll say that yeah. much um, yeah I didn't I didn't absolutely hate it I was just kind of like meh For, as a Blair Witch Project fan hated it yeah as a movie huh? I was very very sad and we got home and I was texting I was just texting you I was texting my friend Nick who I saw the first one with um I think I was reading Craig Coban's uh, review about it and then uh, I was messaging him. What did he say about it? Uh, he was very disappointed for okay. some of these reasons that we've covered. Okay. Um, Too many so, trees. So I was messaging him and Bethany came out and she's like, are you really sad? And I was like, yeah. And so she <laughs> she put something else on the TV to cheer me up. I can't remember what we watched. Porn. But, but yeah, we watched some VR out. porn. We watched VR porn. VR porn. So anyway, that took ages. Uh, <laughs> that did take a while. Awful film, Suicide Squad. Yes. Need I say more? No, I vowed to never... I mean, like, I've, I've you've said... You've vowed to never talk yeah, about I've, that. I don't you? know if you've heard on my podcast or two yeah. in the UK, but I've never been more angry with the film. Okay. Um, and I've, I actually left Facebook Guys, because of Suicide Squad. Well, I'm confused with Suicide Squad because people either 
fucking hate it with like a it's vengeance. Still killing it in the box. Office. Whereas other people think it's a good film. And is that people who don't the know what the fuck wrong. a film is? Is that is that what it is? The thing is, and I mean this sincerely, watch it, but steal it. Do not give them money and watch it because it's such an aberration of a film. Like it's but, just but, a no, nightmare. No, but analytically movie. speaking, if you can like just pretend you're not you. Yeah. Right. Why do, do some people like it? Why? What, there are people who are like, oh, it was great. Um, and is it people who don't know the genre? Is it people who don't know comic book films? Is it people who don't know uh, The Suicide Squad? Like, who, who are these people I have who friends think who it's like great? It. I have friends who like it. I genuinely think some people, you have some people, and it's fueled, like, they might have thought it was okay, and it's fueled by being contrary. You know, it's full, but fueled by the controversy of people have hated it so much and thrown so mm. much stuff at it, and you could disagree. And I can but kind that's, of understand why you'd want to stand up for it because as i said in a previous podcast like a lot of the things we've been thrown at it are the sexism to do with harley quinn that's what, where a lot of the focus was like it's a sexist film like look at harley quinn blah 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 that's not what's happening tamra uh that's not for me like that would be something where if i liked anything about the movie i would probably stand up for it more than than i actually liked it just because that would piss me off because it's she's not sexist. She just looks incredible. Like sexy doesn't equal sexist, and that's sure. my problem. And the guys are topless throughout pretty much the entire movie. The very first shot is Will Smith just working out in his cell, naked and looking beautiful, basically. Sure. So it's like, no, everyone's kind of you know being you know just used objectified. Everyone is objectified in that movie. And it's a superhero movie. Most men are objectified. Most women are objectified. I have no problem with that, like at all. But if you don't like it, that's fine. Just watch something else. But it's titillating, and that's kind of meant to be titillating. Um, but the why would people so yeah i can imagine people want to put it for that reason i think some people just watch it to see a dumb action film and they're fine with that you know they just think it's fun um i i i couldn't uh, from a technical level in terms of how it's edited and how it's shot into what the story is into where characters come and go in it it's just the biggest fucking mess since like watching the 90s spawn movie kind of thing right um just like so many contradictions of the choices that they make it just makes no sense (laughs) and then to the dialogue and then to the real problem, the real sexism, or which there is sexism in it, but it comes from Will Smith's character just calling people bitch and hoe, slapping, telling people to slap each other's ass just to get their women in line, calling Mexicans Hesse, the Australian character Captain Boomerang, which I couldn't quite believe. He does nothing but throw a boomerang once and it fails. Tell me that's not Joy Courtney. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. Oh. it's insane. And that's literally all he does, the entire movie is drink tinnies. <laughs> that's literally so all he does the entire fucking movie Australia and I don't mind stereotypes but it's just horrendous the whole film's just drenched in it and honest to god the only saving grace in that entire movie is Harley Quinn like she Margot Robbie's really good in that role I think and she looks incredible and she she's got great, character um, I thought she was great I'm gonna have to watch it yeah um, the, the CGI mess that is the ending with, oh. with the eyebrow model that I hate so much yep incomprehensible In, she's just literally doing this for about 15 minutes yeah it's after after Bethany oh. and I watched that we went home and watched The Dark Knight it's kind of <sighs> cleanse and it felt fucking good and that's not even talking about the Joker yeah, yeah exactly yeah, we were talking Joker. about Joker um, so quickly Al uh, I'm just going to quickly mention my worst film of the year mm-hmm. but I feel that this film is one of those films that is so bad it could almost be good, like in that kind of sense, like almost B-movie good. And for me, that movie is Independence Day Resurgence. Oh, I haven't seen it. Which I didn't even finish. It was so bad. So bad. Really? Yeah. But it's got Jeff Goldblum. 
It's got Jeff Goldblum in it. It's got Bill Foreman back in it, playing uh, the former president of the United States, who as a consequence of fighting the aliens has kind of had a mini breakdown, but then starts turning up, making rousing speeches in his suit. <laughs> and I just kept laughing and saying to Bethy, I bet it's going to like pan out and he's just got half of his suit on and is just like naked from the bottom down because he's completely lost his mind. Oh uh, yeah, it just like rehashes all the nostalgia from the first one and it's just awful it's so awful that i think i love it it's that bad it is that <laughs> you bad. didn't even finish it <laughs> what, what i saw was so bad yeah whatever oh, is that it are they your your worst films <laughs> those are my worst films yeah uh my worst films it was star trek beyond for a while and then i saw suicide squad which is definitely my least favorite film of the year because star trek beyond is just innocuous basically i thought um my other worst film of the year um, which luckily Nate's not here was Ghostbusters which I thought was fucking trash um, yeah. really that's your worst film of the year no Suicide Squad's my oh, worst sorry. Film, by far <laughs> that, okay. by far Ghostbusters was one which I went into and everyone knows like I thought the trailers were bad but I wanted it to be good like I really did and when me and Tamara were in St. Louis a couple of weeks ago it was on the TV on the demand thing so I was like cool I finally get to watch Ghostbusters I can watch it I couldn't believe how bad it was I really couldn't Really? Yeah, even for a Paul Feig film. Like, I, I understand why people like Bridesmaids, even if it doesn't resonate for me. Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. to me, felt so cheap, right. so dumb. I didn't... I was just like... I, the, the cameos were horrible. I thought offensively just dumb. And the actual characters were just so boring. I hated it. Yeah, well, I, I, li- I like so the much. first half. <sighs> Maybe, yeah. Like, the very first joke is basically a vagina fart joke. Yep. I just couldn't... I just couldn't believe that's what they could boil Ghostbusters down to. Mm-hmm. And and because we've had so many arguments with Nate of going, no, Ghostbusters was dumb. Ghostbusters was stupid humor. I went and watched Ghostbusters 1 again. I was like, it's not at all. Like, it's goofy mm. and it is stupid, but from intelligent characters, from characters who exactly. are like based in, you believe you, they did Nate their jobs. Nate really like this? He was standing up for the trailers before. You guys talked a bit about it on a podcast I heard. Yeah, very, very briefly. Very briefly. Oh, I, don't, I don't know how much he likes it, but... I think, he, I, yeah, I don't want to speak for him. I feel like he liked it and we talked about it. And I think I mentioned what I just mentioned then saying I liked the first half and then just felt it completely I, lost. I thought it was just loud, obnoxious yeah. nonsense. And yeah, really, really upsetting <laughs> discredit to Ghostbusters. Like really upset me, genuinely upset me. Mm. And then they just cut in at the end with some like, oh, just, just, oh. No, it really made me angry. The stuff they cut in at the end, like in the post credit scene and stuff. Yeah. And just, it's just so insincere. Like everything just felt phoned in. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. I at least expected something with some ferocity to it, like The Hangover or like Bridesmaids, where it's got some punch, you know? Yeah. Like I might not enjoy that humor, but I can see why it's fun, you know, and I enjoy yeah, the elements yeah. of it. This just felt like it was a TV movie. It felt so planned and so all the edges just smoothed out to just like child humor that you know, I just couldn't, I couldn't believe it. The ending's <laughs> awful. It's fucking horrible. Horrible. The CGI is horrible. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no. Stop. You didn't like Ghostbusters? <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Women power. No, it just makes me so angry. Like that that's, that that's the shit that... I have to have arguments with with people like, oh, you don't like like women are in movies? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, it just like I, I just watched the Three Colors trilogy in the UK before we came classic. out here. I'm watching films like Three Colors Blue. Obviously not comparing because it's not a comedy. It's not comparing something like Ghostbusters. I love that you're comparing. <laughs> yeah, you're comparing <laughs> Three Colors trilogy. Ghostbusters to Three Colors. No, but it's like 
that's a fucking feminist movie you know yeah. those are strong like real female characters and mm-hmm. then who would and you watch the shit hollywood's pulling out now and people are standing up for it. oh it's a strong female no it's not a fucking strong female character it's a parody of people it's just yeah. ridiculous it's ridiculous everyone everyone, everyone which, not just women men everyone ghosts deserve better which <laughs> is your favorite opinion. of uh, three colors Blue's a masterpiece. Juliette Binoche. Yeah. Yeah, that was like, Blue's yeah, a masterpiece. White is, white is good. Red has some excellent, excellent moments and it's a great mm-hmm. movie. But Blue is a masterpiece. I haven't seen films. them. It's, yeah. Blue's one of the greatest films. I'm watching Blue is the warmest color at the moment. Oh, like literally right now? Not. He's been watching it while we've been sitting here. Oh, you at the well, 10 minutes This is a scene? VR headset. The VR, yeah. <laughs> He's got one that's molded so it looks like That'd his face. Cool. Well, imagine when they get to like see through VR headsets. There you, go. you don't even know it right now, guys. But I've <laughs> 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 been like, wait a second. Oh my god! <laughs> you aren't too attractive, French ladies making out with each other. What's well, going on? So the next one, when we are doing the VR reviews, we will be shooting it in the uh, yep VR camera, right? D- two yep. two cameras yep. putting it together on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. Tanro, we will be in these underpants, so you get a. Th- Full VR experience so of his thunder pants. Yeah. What was that? When we pants him, it'll be a... Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, all right, we're going on way too long. Our videos probably stopped recording by this point. If so, I apologize. I so. Yeah. You're just watching darkness by now. Um, thanks for bearing with us. We were going to talk about games, but obviously we're going way too long, so we'll do that next week. I think we did. We did good. Mm-hmm. We got really a lot of, we could talk about a lot of movies. Yeah. yeah, you two had to listen to a lot of shit. I apologize. That's all right. No, watch more that films. Was fun. Interesting. Watch more films. Hey, yeah, I, I, I threw my two cents worth. That's true. Yeah. But, uh, which I've probably watched more films this year than I have in the last three. I will say this: it's been a disappointing year for me so far. I agree. It really uh, has. Like movies. going through these lists. Yeah, it's just that realization Nothing's of what really nothing's jumping. Out. Out. There's yeah. more coming. There is more coming. Yeah, um, I feel the same with games Still as well. I've had October. like I've had three games this year that have blown me away, and I'd give ten out of tens to, which is good, I guess. Hit me, Go. hit me with those three games: The Witness, my favorite game of the year; Inside, um, and and Dark Souls Three. Uh, oh, interesting. I'd give 10 out of tens to. NBA, uh, NBA Two K Seventeen, something like And <laughs> we'll be back next week <laughs> talking about the entire PS. You didn't say Rocket League, by the way. No, that was last year. Technically. Oh. Technically. Xbox yeah. this year, I think, but PS PlayStation yeah. last year. Uncharted 4? It's not on there? No, 10 out of 10. I'll give it a 9 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Is that all right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Happy with that? Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Puzzles weren't hard enough. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next Tuesday with a full PS VR breakdown. Rrr. All the games. Um, we'll be a little bit more lucid. I promise. Uh, thank you guys for joining me this week. I appreciate it. Tamara? Hi. Just saluting in silence. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Old. Ding dong. And Mr. Chard. Uh, Arigato gozaimasu. Shin Gojira. Gorilla monkey. I mean, gorilla whale. (laughs) (laughs) Geeks! 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 Gorilla monkey.